Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Events of Podcast. This week, Ken and I bring in uh, Robert Cormier and Justin Cortez to break down Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. That's right, we uh, continued the uh, Star Wars breakdown and we got to Episode 7 just just in time before Episode 8 comes out. And I'm not going to lie, this one got real in-depth. It's one of the longest recordings we've done. I, it might be the longest one. I, I'll have to check once we're all spliced together and edited. But anyway, uh, just a heads up. We're still having difficulties with the studio, so this one was recorded in JPG's living room. And if you can't tell, I'm recording this intro in my own bedroom. So it's not our usual quality, but uh, it still sounds pretty good. Uh, anyway, since it's such a long recording, we'll just get the business out of the way. Um, don't forget to check out the other two shows in the Geek Say What Network. You have Geekio, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish, and Ready Set Geek, hosted by Alex Gallet. And don't forget to check out uh, Geek Say What on social media with the handle at Geek Say What. It, we're pretty much on everything, I think. And don't forget that uh, Geek Offensive has its own uh, Instagram, at Geek Offensive. And you can find me, Justin Malari, on Instagram, at Justin Malari, and on Twitter, at Justin underscore Malari. And I think that's it. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to enjoy this episode, download, uh, subscribe. It helps us out a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, enjoy this episode. Super in-depth breakdown of Star Wars Episode 7. Cue my music. You know, folks, um, again, big thank you to everyone here because we, we've been having more difficulties in the studio. So Ken, Anthony, Justin, Robert, thank you all for like putting up with this. We were supposed to start over an hour ago. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it been interesting. So <laughs> yeah. again, if there's an issue with audio, that's why we're in JPG's uh, living room again. Actually, I think him and Alex are in their room and... You know, I'm going to put the mic to the door at some point during the show. Anyway. <laughs> it's going to get really X-rated. Yeah, tonight. there you go. That's, that's, the, that's the high quality content you get on the Geek Offensive. Uh, but yeah, guys, thanks for putting up with all the difficulties and no, sticking with us. Me. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a great night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was supposed to be, again, I, I wish I was in a better mood, because but um, yeah, we're supposed to be uh, breaking down uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Um you know, this little indie film that Disney put out <laughs> two years ago. Everyone's seen it, maybe? Wait, is that a ripoff of Star Trek? Oh, oh. Some, some copyright uh, issues there. Uh, uh, let's see them come after us. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, Justin, Robert, thank you again for coming on uh, to help us break down the latest. Uh, well, actually, as of this episode, yeah, episode eight has not come out yet. So. We're getting to it right before the new one comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks. I can't wait. I'm counting down to Star Wars more than Christmas. Yeah. I, I think everyone in this room is. I know. It is. I know. Yeah. It's, it's just, so, especially after that last trailer. You know, I think that last trailer really solidified I, it. I, I we, we are purposely 
not discussing the trailers because some of us are trying to go in as as cold as possible. I have really not did seen I, the latest yes. one. Oh, you guys, I only you saw guys the original trailer. trailer. We, Can, uh, the, this will come to blows if you start talking about stuff we don't want to hear about. I won't spoil it, but oh, the I'm director. Sorry. No, no, not but. No, no. Just just mind your business. I will. Talk about the current movie, number seven. Okay, so. well, how about this, guys? I, um, I won't spoil it, but the director oh, did God. say don't watch the trailer when they were released the latest trailer. And so did Mark Hamill. So did Jedi yeah. Master but Luke Skywalker. But after it came out, the director changed his mind and said, actually, no. Go ahead and watch it. So it makes me think that even with the trailer, they still are holding. Disney's not stupid. I feel like it didn't They're give not... too much away, but the musical number, I just don't know why they decided to put that in there. I mean, <laughs> it's just, Jabba, it didn't need it. dancing and singing was great. The Frank Cole, Sinatra ass. Oh, he, 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 he lost some weight and he's like dancing with oh, good for him. <laughs> I mean, the, the musical number putting on the was pretty remarkable. But you know what? He, you know, Chewbacca's a great tenor. Yeah, he really, know. he knows how to hit those notes. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. Well, I mean, Robert, you're it's your first time on the show. Yeah, thank you um, for having me. By the way, my name is Robert. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, why don't we start with this? Like, what's your relationship to this franchise? Well, I used to always hit on it during class, and then um, passing notes, and then uh, later was it on, the one that got away? Rob, relationship. I can't help myself. I know Ken's just like done. Ro- Robert's uh, <laughs> my best friend, so you're gonna find me constantly putting him in his place tonight, everyone. So, <laughs> oh great, I'm, yes, no, yes. I just gotta reel him in sometimes. It's, uh, relate. I mean, relationship-wise, uh, I am what I consider myself a. You discovered it two years ago, and then no. yeah, <laughs> two years ago, I learned this great movie called. Do <laughs> you guys ever heard? It's called Episode Four. I guess. But Star what? Star yes. Wars. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, my parents are nerds, so I consider myself as a second-generation nerd. As and and I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but to a lot of my friends, they're first generation because they don't have parents or relatives that never introduced to mm-hmm. them. They had to kind of figure it on their own. But when I was born, right off the bat, two parents were my dad was a sci-fi, my mom was a fantasy uh, personality, and I grew up with Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. All I mean, not Game of Thrones, but uh, but just the the whole world of fantasy that now is becoming uh, chic was not growing up but I was used to it at home so yeah that oh, is that, a good benefit yeah. man like yeah because my, my story is completely opposite uh, so you were uh, not you're a first generation nerd then yeah I'm a first generation nerd because I was I was raised by a single mom mm-hmm. and I, I love you mom and uh, sh- shut up, bro. Hey, <laughs> but uh, but I was like a latchkey kid at some point because she was working like one to two jobs, and I lived like two three blocks away from home. Uh, you know, uh, so I would just walk home from school, and comic books were like my outlet, and uh, so that's what I knew. But I mean, I was aware of what Star Wars was. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's just so ingrained in pop culture mm-hmm. that it's it's hard not to know what it is. But I'd never seen any of the movies and. My mom wasn't really into that stuff, mm-hmm. so it, you know, neither were my grandparents. So it wasn't until like I got into middle school and I was trying to make friends that the two franchises that I felt like I needed to get into to fit in was Dragon Ball Z <laughs> and Star Wars. That's how I know you're a little younger than me, just because Dragon Ball Z was not hip when I was growing up. <laughs> it was just like, like, what's this weird like, Jap animation you're watching? Well, like, it was it was hip in the circle of friends that I wanted to be in. You know, because like, because the thing is, like, I feel like anime did start taking off. At least I could be biased in like the late '90s, because that's when I felt like Pokemon became huge. Mm-hmm. So I like I I got into the Pokemon movement afterwards. 
Uh, and, and so it took off from there. But yeah, that's how I started watching like episode four, five, and six. And it's just so engrossing. Like you mm. like, I know it's like listening to the Beatles for the first time when you see Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's just nothing else like it. Was it a know? VHS, a DVD? It was VHS. It was a VHS. What it about was you, Robert? VHS. I've, uh, ate like the original like millimeter. My dad had like a card cop. No, I'm just kidding. No, I was like, <laughs> what? Like, really? Like the, the unedited version where Chewbacca was the real father of Luke. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, actually, the VHS, that's one thing I, I, I learned later is that, you know, that was the un George Lucas edited version because unfortunately he went through director's remorse and kept remastering yeah. it over and over again. And so unfortunately. <laughs> you put that lightly, director's remorse. Director's remorse. Jeez, like, for realsies, man. Like, I'm like, gosh, he changed so much that didn't need to be yeah, changed. Yeah, we, we actually talked about that on the previous breakdown episodes, like yeah. how much those changes like really um, hinder. Uh, hinder the movie, and it's just all the new edits like drag, like all those extra seconds they added, it just yeah. adds so much, and you're like, when you go back and watch the original, you're like, oh man, like this is why this was the final cut. Yeah, no, I agree, and then just like some of them I feel were just so vestigial, I, I mean like the, having Ewoks blink you know, yeah. and adding that, that CGI. Yeah. That, 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 like, that, that, that one I mean, doesn't bother me as much. It doesn't it bother does. me, but at the same time, blink, it's just it's like, so but, but why? Like, who cares? Yeah, but that, that's I, I'm fine with that. I'm bothered by the added musical number in Return of the Jedi <laughs> more than I am Ewoks blinking. Like, that's fine. Like, oh, we didn't have the technology to really go miniaturize that much, and we couldn't get eyes to blink. That's fine. Go ahead and let the eyes blink. Do not add in a... S- a ridiculous musical number with a CGI alien dancing about and be like, what do Like, no, no. Just give me Max Rego. I'm fine. Or, 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 guys, no. I don't know. If you've not seen it recently, oh, it's Revenge really hard to watch. It is so hard to watch that's that Revenge number. That's Revenge of the Sith, though. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, when he says that at the end, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's funny, though. So, talking about, like, uh, you know, first generation, second generation's nerds, it's, it's interesting to me on one point is that I actually knew Robert... For years, uh, because <laughs> of, uh, he has uh, his father had a subscription at my comic shop, and I pl- and I've met Robert through there. Do you there. remember what year? I think it was like late nineties, early two thousands, at least. Well, I didn't start working there until two thousand, so that's I didn't know about his pull until then. Is but I'm sure really he was 2000? going. Two thousand. That's when you started working there. Uh, yeah, right. I think two thousand. I remember God, my oh, dad wow. being there early on. It's been a while. Yeah, and so it's like I'd already known Robert through there, but on, on the whole thing of like you. At the time, I don't know what it was growing up for me. I never had like like I can't remember my first viewing of the movie, but it was already in the zeitgeist of the world because they they had uh, footage of it in Muppet Babies. Like that's how far back it goes. And <laughs> oh, the wow. parody of that's Muppet right. Babies. I totally yeah. forgot yeah. about and that. And that's that's and also that's another reason why we will ne- we like we will not likely get Muppet Babies on DVD or anything like that because of all the rights because they use so much different footage cut into that show. Who owns Muppet Babies? The Disney Is it does. Disney? And who owns Star Wars? Disney. But the, so, but there's other footage that they use in that in the series and music. Same thing for Wonder Years. Wonder Years can't be put to DVD right now because they have songs from just so many different creators that they can't get them all to sign off and license on the license there's gotta yeah. be like a, a no, way around it because there's so many shows that get put on the DVD that do they, they've they gotten and altered tracks yeah. like when they went they on really Netflix. have to alter that much yeah. Yeah. after yeah. airing well, yeah. it's, not, permission it's not, well, not even just shows too it's like you see um, like sports events if like a, an athlete walks out to a certain song they have to like dub over the song for that I get yeah. that yeah it's but just I mean, th- I mean there's all this legal shit going on with yeah. uh, different properties but once you give up the rights to your song for an episode of a show, I mean, I guess you're, you are selling your show, and it was, 
but they've been selling shows on VHS. I remember shows used to have specials on VHS, so it's weird that that still be an issue that you give them permission to use it on a show which goes on air and has reruns, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you have to re-ask permission. Absolutely. I guess there's like because you, yeah, you, you get paid residuals or something. I, like yeah, that. yeah, you I paid residuals, right. and that, that's why there's been so many problems with the with the writers guild and stuff like that. Is they want to be paid those residuals on like oh you're selling the show for fourteenth time. Well, I want my fourteenth paycheck, and like well you never signed off on digital rights. No, because when I signed a, a contract, there was no digital rights, and that's why we kept keep having all these issues and that's where we start to have like that's like oh yeah we don't have the rights to that song we don't have the rights to this or that is so, that why shows for seasons are so expensive on dvd like you notice like i, I get it you're owning a whole season but i look at the prices i'm like like well it's a part of its markup and they try and pad it with all this extra content exactly and, they're just trying to make yeah. money just because it's, it. it's so accessible now with like netflix and and the amazon fire stick man i remember people don't like, usually like to buy dvd seasons mm-hmm. of television shows anymore i do that's the thing that drives me crazy is there's well i do too that I, I want I, I the agree. seasons of case in point the new turtle season we're way off topic here the new, <laughs> the new current turtle seas is only available in like volumes yeah. so volumes one two and three for one season I'm like no just give me the whole season kim pop Give me the whole season. Uh, Avengers Assemble, give me the whole season. I will buy these DVDs and Blu-rays, and I will happily do so. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, right. let's, get, let's get to Force Awakens here. Um, so this one, like I said, only came out two years ago, so uh, the experience of watching this for the first time in the theater should be fairly fresh in our heads. Um, I think the what the prequels came out. What the last one was two thousand five. You said yeah, two thousand five was the last prequel. Yeah, yeah it's been so a, it's and been it's, a long while. it's and that bad taste has been our in our mouth for a while. <laughs> she right? died so. because of natural causes. What are we Shakespeare and science? Yeah. Come on, <laughs> natural. That, that's, so that's, for, I love that that written robot chicken too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so Force Awakens comes out, and I mean at least the general reaction I got was it it fixed. Our perception of things like it uh, got Clone everyone Wars, back. Rebels. I mean, uh-huh. um, deep cuts here. Yeah, deep I mean, like cuts. you know, your hardcore fans. Yeah, but general public, like this, kind of got everyone back in. A uh, lot of expectations on DJ Abrams' shoulders. Um, I mean, what was it like? Um, what was the? Do you remember what the anticipation was like for this movie? <sighs> okay, so I saw the movie. I mean, I you're asking a question that I want to give an answer, but it's more I want to give you a different answer to not that question, and that is um, the answer I was going to give is uh, I saw the movie I couldn't get tickets the night of the premiere, uh-huh. which was Thursday, so I saw it Friday and I saw it with Justin. Hey-o. Um <laughs> fun as <laughs> well. Nice of you to wait for. But <laughs> I I I kind of call it I was in a crossfire. Of crossfire, spo- crossfire, uh, of a spoiler, where I oh, no. not intentionally. I really like. I was gonna be. Oh, yeah, a- didn't you say someone like spoiled it on Facebook or something? Yeah. Like okay. That? So do you? Would you? Why might- would you even oh, go no, on this- social media? No, no. This was your. I digress. I digress. I digress. Let me go. Let me go. Okay. So this is your this is your movie going experience. So I already knew two of the spoilers. Bummer. And, and here's the thing. No. Here's the here's the beauty of it. I knew two of the spoilers because it got spoiled to me within your brain perceives information within a millisecond. And the spoiler, all I saw was just one second. And it was enough to ruin both spoilers because the dick on social media did it so well. And I was gonna be on a Facebook hiatus on a Thursday so I can see a Friday. 
I saw the spoiler Wednesday. Someone snuck out a picture of the red carpet premiere. So this oh. spoiler was going around, and it wasn't even a friend. My, fr- I feel so bad. I don't feel so bad. It was an acquaintance. Uh, what yeah, fuck up- him. No. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, no, like for realsies, man. Like okay, <laughs> because what ends up happening is uh, that's so nerd code. You don't one of my stuff. Facebook friends or acquaintances had another friend who would post a picture. Uh, suppose for those who are listening here with the two spoilers, he posted a picture of Han being. Um, uh, pretty much penetrated killed, yeah. by the lightsaber and said, ha ha, his son killed him as a meme Ugh. and was posting it and kept Ugh. reposting it. And so what it, my friend did was commented, why would you do this? Mm-hmm. When he commented, didn't realize that it posted, it went on his news feed. Uh. So it was like, the, like one of his dick no. friends was kind of like rapid firing this image. And when anyone commented, Ended up being on other friends, so it was friend of a friend who ruined it. Wow, that's oh, sucks, my man. god, it pissed me off because yeah, it's I, like, re- I remember that now. That I, I was super pissed because yeah. it's like, and it was Wednesday. the The movie premiere came out like Monday, so you wouldn't think you had to be a two day hiatus on the mm-hmm. goddamn film. And two seconds, haha, son killed him. Fuck. Whoa. Because so, that's like probably the biggest twist of the film, two or biggest like the twist. biggest reveal. I, I would have loved if it was just Han died. Oh shit! It's his son, or the other way around. It's his son. Oh shit! Huh? At least something. I <laughs> know. Oh, I'm all excited. God. At least something to like be like the aha moment, the eureka moment, something that really would. But now I'm walking in. There was no other big reveal. I, I feel like the, I just brought back like some bad memories for you. Like you're having yeah, flashbacks know, right now. Is, <laughs> but like, still, I mean, still we enjoyed it. Like I saw. Like no, we, we, we were so, so excited okay, so, when we went. So it didn't so ruin the, end, the movie for you. Okay, so it didn't really didn't ruin the movie. Okay, we all had a good time. I had a group of friends. Uh, it was all fun. So that so to answer your original question. I loved it. We were excited, but in the back of my head, I knew what the spoiler were, and I was going to be a dick. I was going to say it to my friends, but they kind of knew I wasn't too excited, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, I know, and they just looked at me like I had the black plague, like, you like leprosy, and then you're like, hey, how you doing? Don't shake my hand. Well, I got leprosy. Well, I'm curious, like, what were your emotional stakes when you actually saw that scene where Han died? Did you feel anything? I was feel pissed. I want to. I want you. They robbed me of emotions that I wouldn't get until I finally Uh. saw. I felt uh, anger, like I was pissed for a full twenty-four hours because it was something I. Dang, that's a long time to be pissed, bro. I was because in this case, I don't blame him. Like this is a big movie going about it. I get it. Think about it. Like since nineteen eighty-three, after Return of the Jedi, you finally see Han Solo coming back with the original cast and. You have so many emotions that you want to be surprised with with no, the day of, with, with today's spoilers and trailers giving away so much fucking information. Yeah, there's very little, uh, very little surprises in this world. Yeah, and I there there was just no surprise. Yeah, and it just it it's kind of like someone like it's like you're about to propose to your girl your your girlfriend and all of a sudden Frank goes, "Hey, did you give her the ring yet?" That's uh, how I felt. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, man. Uh, I mean, at least for me, I I really enjoyed the experience. It was great going with. What the was the when you went with him? That was your first time seeing it too. You didn't yes. know the spoiler, okay. right? No, no, but Good. You, you went in fresh. When, when okay. we were in, in and out uh, beforehand, you did tell me that someone spoiled it for you. 
uh, and and then I remember Kevin was like, just well, don't ruin it for us, Rob. Okay, don't let us know. Like the black plague. Like the minute I told them that because they were yeah. wondering why I was exciting, they're like, we don't want to talk to you. Right. I'm like, yeah, shit. But no, but we we went in. I I loved it. I just you know it's just it's just such an iconic series. Mm-hmm. And so just right when the music takes off. And then you just see, start seeing the prologue roll mm-hmm. up. I'm just like, oh my god, yeah. we have a new Star Wars. Yeah, movie. no, that that first note hits, and I'm in yeah. tears. Well, yeah. that's Ken, that's then, what I was yeah. like when we were sitting in the theater before the movie even started. Like we were, it's you know, before the twenty. We saw, we, yeah, we all saw it the same. Yeah, day, we saw, right? saw it yeah, all together. Yeah, yeah. I was in the, in, in the room. I'm like, I'm like, I'm about to watch a completely new Star Wars story. Yeah. Like, they wiped away EU, which I understand people who, who hate that decision because there's to a lot of us, there's nope. some good stories there, but they gave, they had a completely clean slate to start with here. And that's, that was like, we could have gone, any, anything could have happened. The world was, the world was so open and they gave us a brand new story mm-hmm. and it was beautiful that I was just going in so blind yeah. and I loved that yeah. like the idea like, no, I, I, like I, I, it didn't have to be the, the you know the solo twins it didn't have to be uh, An- uh, not Anakin Skywalker not Anakin Solo Jace, but uh, uh, the, I'm trying to think of Loose Son Ben Skywalker mm-hmm. and like we didn't have to go with these roots like we could have done anything and like we got little things, shades here and there, but we mm. it was a new world and it was yeah. so no, fresh. Clean, clean I slate, I think, was the way to go. That was yeah. a smart move. It, it it took pressure off the movie. Yeah, they could just no, do I agree. They and could just pl- make a good movie. And plus, J.J. Abrams, he's really great at capturing nostalgia, mm-hmm. and so there was a lot of nostalgic moments, yeah. like just like that. I I personally love that scene where uh, the First Order is invading Jakku. And you have Ray, Finn, and BB-8, and they're running, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, let's take that ship. Let's take that yeah. ship." She's like, "No, that's a piece of trash. That's like that's garbage." And then the ship they originally want to take gets blown up, and like, "Let's take the piece of garbage." And they go, and you see the Millennium. Falcon. Oh yeah, people cheered in the just theater. Like, yeah, everyone stood up and cheered, and it's just and then just having the Millennium Falcon flying mm-hmm. and trying to avoid Tie Fighters, and and flying through a Starfighter. It's just a Star Destroyer. Excuse me. Uh, it was. It, I don't know. It just. It really just enraptures you, and yeah. you just feel like a kid again. And the, when you said nostalgia, let, let's get this criticism out of the way. Um, yeah. The biggest criticism that I see online, at least, um, this movie. Everyone says this movie is just a rehash of Episode Four. And to be honest, I'm completely fine with that. It Did was like you, don't you fix it. <laughs> I was just like you gave me like an improved version of the original thing that I already love. So I'm like, yeah, it cool. Is, it is kind of interesting that. They went with another concept of we can just we can build another Death Star Destroyer, you know, another Death Star. Uh, it, it worked, <laughs> man. Blow up this time. We think one uh, Death Star can blow up one planet. This one blows up five. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Well, see, that there was, was a lot of familiar familiarity. With and and well, Harrison Ford even mentions it in in the movie. Han Solo is like, oh, we have to blow it up. We have done we, this before. We actually <laughs> talked about that in the last episode of the breakdown. Like, I just saw that in terms of like, well, that's just escalation. Because you know, what's our Death Star? You know, it's a nuke. And we yeah. just kind of kept improving that. So I'm like, you just uh, you have a pl- you, you have a planet destroyer. I'm like, okay, where do we go from there? Uh, this one destroys five. There you go. Yeah. You went from the atom bomb to the hydrogen bomb. Yeah. That's actually okay. That actually makes well, sense. And, and to be honest, like, no. yeah, I mean, a lot of fans did complain about that, but I feel like anything sometimes history when you you don't study it, you're doomed to repeat it, and things yeah. do become secular, mm-hmm. right? And we've and like you know like. 
when it wasn't the Germans, who was it before them? You know, and it, it just sometimes you have the Germans, Germans again, the Germans, the Germans again, again. again <laughs> in World War One. I was gonna say, uh, okay. Germans. <laughs> yeah, and then it's well, so. But Germans 2.0. Yeah, exactly. They approved. They, they was like the. It's, you're right. You're right. Like like <laughs> the that. first Germans only got to destroy one thing. Now the Germans 2.0 got to destroy five things. Yeah, but but and also it was just. I mean, yes, for Germans in World War One and Two, but their agendas were different. You know, and it, but it's at the end, it, uh, it still comes conquer, from the same order. I mean, not not necessarily. Okay. No, we're getting to history later on. But anywho, yeah, I'm anyway. just saying <laughs> is that with certain regimes, you know, they might change, but their ideologies don't. And then sometimes you just think, what isn't broke, you shouldn't. You know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, or what was, what was the saying? I forget. Side note for the nerds out there: uh, stormtroopers, the name of Hitler's uh, army, yeah. and the name of a uh, stormtroopers in Star Wars. Yeah, That's where they got yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. We were. Fascists, I think Ken so. and I were talking about that before. Yeah, we talked like, about that. Yeah, it was just like, oh, everyone likes the the, the Nazi analog characters are like really popular because they have cool, cool armor. Cool armor, and yeah. like that's the, that's the best you can attribute to. And that's one thing I do definitely think. Like the armor designs in the Force Awakens is so good because it's like they cleaned up what they had before, and the new helmets are. It's just it's so well designed. But and I love though in later on the scene where Hux is speaking to them. Just one, the the guy who plays Hux, I can't remember his name right now, just leans in so hard to that Nazi feel when he's making that speech. And you're yeah. like, that is like, you just went all out. Like, you guys. Oh, no, just, they turned hard into that Nazi. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. yeah. The way they had everyone oh, lined up and like the jackbooted thugs that they were. <laughs> the God, salute. So spot the, on. the salute, even. The salute. And then everyone's <laughs> like, but then it, it still bothers me that people are like, yeah, for, for 501st. I'm like, what do you, mm. what, what, are you sure? Like, at most, because I like the armor, I would do a clone trooper. Yeah. Like that's as much yeah, as I would I want to cosplay. Because I'm like, uh, you're you're still not you're Nazis. You could at least be like, Rex. I don't like yeah. space Nazis. Rex yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, I have to say the. I didn't like the Clone Wars uh, looking of the helmet. Uh, the original helmets are amazing, and I and I do feel that uh, when you go back to like how Abrams likes to be uh, nostalgic, I think what's missing of the uh, and I know that's such a nitpicking. I'm such a nerd nitpick mm-hmm. uh, between the Clone Wars and the uh, and the original series. Uh, the helmets had more of a, a bump, uh, like a kind of like a bump around the chin that was missing, and I thought that was a good good uh, thing that he still added. Uh, with the uh, with the Force Awakens, that still, it was different. The Stormtroopers' uh, our, um, helmet was different, but yet still very familiar to what we're used to, and I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, one thing to note too, like when we when we start out the movie, we first meet uh, Lower Santaka. I find it interesting that his first name. I mean, uh, I don't want to say Lucas in general, but I mean uh, Lucas Film has a. They're a little bit spot on or a little bit too on the nose with some of their names, like, you know, Savage <laughs> Opress. Yeah. His first name is Lower. Like, oh, this is the guy who's going to give us the history of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Thanks, Lower. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting name there, buddy. Like, yeah. you know, okay, I must have been really uh, naive. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's still thought. fine, but it's just like one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, oh, they're so like they they don't bury the lead with their names sometimes. Yeah. Oh no, no, Ken, it's supposed to be Savage Oppressed, not oh, yeah, Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah it it's was Savage Oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> when he's feeling bougie, he's just like, yeah. <laughs> is there gonna be a character named MacGuffin in in the next movie? There probably already <laughs> is somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am MacGuffin. I'm gonna help you get the story through. <laughs> That's Benicio del Toro, actually. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) Uh, Let's jump into the first scene. Like, uh, I mean, the first shot of the movie is very reminiscent of Episode Four. You just um, you see this giant 
ship that's looming over. The only difference yeah. is it's that it's coming in from a different angle. Lighting is different, but it's this giant ship coming in. It's the Empire. It's the same scene. Yeah. No, but this time a different angle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I uh, think they just wanted to establish that the conflict is still present, you know? Yeah, Because sense, there's there's usually, like, an overarching conflict, and then there's different sub-conflicts within that major conflict. You mean the scroll at the very beginning of the movie doesn't give away the, the conflict still going on? Well, it's also, <laughs> no. it's also a matter of scale. Like... Everyone opens with this giant ship, so you you can feel the the how immense the ship is. Like yeah. this I is this is not just like a little you know this isn't just next wing. This isn't a tie fighter. This is a star destroyer. It's a super star destroyer. Like this thing is massive. This is a floating city. Like that's the size of what you're. Be what almost they're up like against. the Spaniards coming to the new world with a big ass ship and be the same thing. I get it. It's like mm. something overwhelming. Like this, they're going to mean business. I get mm. that. I totally do. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a cool opening because you're right, Justin. Does set the tone that the the store store coming in is mean business, and this is a conflict that's not going to be easy to handle. Yeah, I mean these stormtroopers, like you know, like you said, they mean business. Like they they perform an execution at the end of this scene. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never see stuff like that in the older movies. I because they th- usually miss. Yeah, yeah There you go. They hit something. All right. It's like oh shit, <laughs> man. Like, oh they've been God. practicing. They really <laughs> up their game. Wow. I think the biggest like gas moment in the fir- in the first scenes though is Kylo Ren catching a blaster bolt in the air. Yeah, that was fantastic. surprising. That is ev- like, like, everyone's people like, were gasping in the theaters. What? Yeah, this is Holding was it and still going on with this merry business. You're like, oh shit, this guy well, is powerful. Just to, com- again, com- make the comparison, like what, Vader, when he makes his entrance, like, you know, the doors blast down, they're blowing away all the uh, rebels and like, you know, they're just storming the ship. The-, the thing I like about Kylo Ren's entrance in this is that it's preceded by this... Um, this shot that's kind of reminiscent of like you know Mothra landing, landing like a like a monster movie because you see his shuttle landing over this giant city and it's just like like dominate this dominating presence with yeah, the whole thing and no, then I you agree. see him walk out and you're like never thought oh, about shit. that Mothra going over a city like, yeah oh, if you shit, watch it Mothra. it's total like monster <laughs> yeah. movie shot totally and with, like with those giant wings and everything mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and then and then it leads into this awesome thing with the yeah, with yeah. The blaster. it's, it's An- insane yeah. another interesting thing to uh i realized uh later on is that you first see pose uh x-wing that he's gonna fly it's blue and gray and then later on in the series he's got a uh, i believe it's black and orange x-wing yeah. Yeah, yeah in in like in battlefield tactics like normally you try to hide your numbers so you have uniformity in your ships so it's interesting to see like in this current regime of like the resistance they're like they feel the need to personalize things, and they feel the need of individuality, which is, you know, a juxtaposition against the Empire and their kind of like everything's just uh, uniform. Yeah, and I find don't give a fuck. It's like, That's why. Yeah, because well, <laughs> in most things, you're like you want to hide your numbers. You want to be like, you know, do, do we see fifteen here? Do we see thirty? We don't know because we can't keep track of them all. Whereas um, yeah. with this, it's like, oh, there's some individuality there, which is kind of an interesting thing. No, that's nothing different. World War One, World War Two, uh, Mexican uh, <laughs> Americans and the French and the British would paint symbols on their planes and dogfights. They would know who the Red Baron was because of his symbol. World War Two, same thing. Those B fifty twos and whatnot will have uh, their own logo to represent. So even yeah, right. They'd have some personalization, but not like a full, completely different paint job on every ship. True, I get like that. They'd still be they'd still be that army green with you know bomber nose art, but they wouldn't. They'd all still be army green. 
Yeah. True. I mean, I feel like, too, maybe it's just like a sign of rebellion and the fact that yeah. they want to represent the antithesis of what the First Order exactly. represents. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, just seeing like yeah, the, the, yeah. the one versus the other. But, like, it, oh. it, but the one thing I did like was that, that we didn't really get from, at least if we were going to compare this to um, A New Hope, was the amount of comedic levity that I saw. So like just like when the scene where Poe Dameron comes in, he's captured and mm. he's placed in front of Kylo Ren. He's like, so do you go first? Do I go first? Well, they're, they're trying yeah. to go back to like organic humor instead of like exactly. shoving it in your face with Jar Jar. Exactly, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. It would be crazy is... Uh, I, we always ripped on Jar Jar, but then I was listening to someone talk about Jar Jar, and, and they said that Jar Jar wasn't meant for us. It was meant for little kids, and that's yeah. why pod racing was like NASCAR and Jar Jar's for little kids. And and no, it sounds crazy, but the the generation that's at least ten years younger than us grew up with the uh, prequels, and they liked the prequels. Disagree. My little brother is ten years is, is ten years well, younger than me. Your little brother, your little brother. Jar Jar you, is you, a nuisance to Saga. You like, crushed okay, his dreams when he is, was born. You I told didn't crush him, his dreams. You don't like you like. He's like he, he <laughs> loves Hocus Pocus. You, you told no, me no. You, you don't make him biased. He I still look up to you. He has great taste. I like Jar Jar. You hate Jar Jar. I hate Jar Jar. You're out of the will. No, I got it. You're in the will. You'll be vain dead forever. <laughs> no, um, no, it's gonna be crazy because no, kid you not. I know kids that are like 22 and younger, and they like the prequels. It's updated technology. The yeah, stories. It's, it's I know they, kids who are 22 and younger and vote for it. Trump. Well, doesn't mean they're smart. Well, it just means they're idiots. Well, because uh, <laughs> uh, well, 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 it's like 22 and younger voting for Trump is yeah. the way around. Yeah, but, but to them, anyway. it's to them, it's all Star Wars. You know what yeah. I mean? All it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like oh, the originals came out at this time and then there was no separation. They saw all at once. So what's you know, I grew up yeah. watching I Love Lucy in the 90s. It wasn't fresh, but to me, I Love Lucy was his biggest thing in the 90s mm. because of reruns. It would be like that. They watched the original, the prequel, and it's just one big uh, story arc. Well, on that note, too, there are kids who grew up who didn't even see the, the prequels. They grew up on Clone Wars, and so they grew up, they wanted, yeah, like, no, they knew of Ahsoka, and they're like, oh, this is, that's a Jedi I, I know because I knew Ahsoka. I mean, she's that Robin character for the Batman fans. She's the character who's, this is how you get in the series, and they got used to the idea of, like, oh, this is what Star Wars is, and then they got introduced to the movies because I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, they seeing the movies wasn't as easy. It's like, oh, wait, it's on television already right in front of me? I like to think those kids had good parents because they hid the prequels from them. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, good job, parents. They're like, no, <laughs> we're going to sit down and watch it machete order, okay? Get ready. <laughs> But, I mean, they're just... Uh, for the parents who are not first-generation nerds would take the kids and say, oh, a fantasy movie, a Star Wars movie, not really caring if, mm-hmm. you know, Star Wars is Star Wars. So, like, there's there's people out there be like, what's the difference between Episode 1 and Episode 6? Whatever. Lightsabers, yeah, no. Jedi. So they'll take him in. They're going to be yeah. bo- raised yeah. with the episode. And therefore, mm-hmm. you have, like, wizard and pod racing, which you got to admit, we used to joke about Episode 1. I mean, there's three things that came out of Episode 1 we still love today. Darth Maul, uh, pod racing, and Qui-Gon Jinn. And dude, you Qui-Gon, did- dude. Pod racing? Man. See, that, that's, you're, so you're, you're going to walk out with pod racing. Oh, man, I saw, man I, I could feel it. Ken was just like, like hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you Darth Maul. I'll give you double-bladed lightsabers. I'll give you Qui-Gon Jinn and a young Obi-Wan. But pod racing, like that's what you hold you, up. We, that's what you lift out of that movie is 
pod racing. Oh, come on. We now have okay, this. I mean, but many... as a young kid, I get what he's saying is that you didn't take away that that was like a sequence that st- stood out that people remember. No, so I don't care for NASCAR. Be- that's my, Maybe well, that's just me. It's a nerd version was of NASCAR. So, there was so much merchandise. It's not a nerd version of NASCAR. It's racing, just NASCAR. There was but so for much nerds. toy merch. <laughs> There was so much toy merch that was pushed for pod racing. I'm not into NASCAR either, but that was just arcade games, video games for pod racing. Yeah, I, I want. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate admitting it, but like kids are just gonna they're gonna be more susceptible to the what to yeah. that, being you know, cars. The sh- the, the yeah. Pixar cars make so much money because kids Cause it has love, heart. Kids love NASCAR. They Ka-chow. kids love racing. Ka-chow. Kids love cars. Yeah, I know. I agree. And that's why he yeah. did push pod racing. As much as we we criticize him, he was smart and he did something that. Disney, Pixar figured it out. Yeah. Kids love racing. They love fast vehicles. And so that's why Cars... Why I think Cars 2 was made. It wasn't because they were trying to make a great trilogy. It was merchandise was being pushed so hard. And, and Cars yeah, makes why more they made money too. On, on merchandise than Toy Story. Toy Story, which is a masterpiece with 1, 2, and 3. Cars 2 was a shit movie. And yet... We got it because it was selling merchandise. Oh, yeah. Lucas it was, said, it was making I'm going to give him pod racing, a Star Wars intergalactic um, NASCAR. I would be there for pod racing. It yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I will I will absolutely give you that. Like, that's, you know, kids, you know, that's I why will. they got into it. Wizard. But, but I will also argue that. I will also argue that kids deserve better. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree. Yes. I agree. They, 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 deserve they deserve better. No, you, you, we can't raise a, a generation of idiots. I'm sorry. Yes. Like we got to show them good stuff. Yes, gonna, we want, deserve better than the kid from Jingle All the Way. I want. And so, I want a redneck Jedi. <laughs> Thank you for the watches. Turbo Man. Yes, the Turbo Man. God, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in, in like one of the episodes that would have been amazing. So like one, two, three. I uh, thought of like NASCAR, like Jedi <laughs> rednecks, like Star Wars rednecks. You know, <laughs> I watch pod racing and I watch and I wear pod racing. That would have been good satire. <laughs> in, in the background, we've got uh, the Force Awakens going, and uh, one thing that I found, I heard, I want to say maybe as a delete in a deleted scene, they reshot some of the scenes where Finn first meets Rey, and in the original takes, they were a little more. Um, bitey with each other, a little more uh, butting heads, kind of like early Han and Leia. Yeah. And then in, in when they did, re- did the reshoots, they did it when they had more screen time together and they had a better chemistry together. And it's like, they, it, they just it works gotten, out perfectly. Yeah, they've film. just been working together longer. And like, yeah. yeah it just came well, that, through, that and yeah. they just changed the tone of the scene. Yeah, they wanted yeah. to be, they didn't want it to be like already have another conflict within the scene. They just, they're both trying to get away. They both want out of the situation. I mean, for different reasons, but they both want out. And so yeah, this is the yeah. way it plays okay. out now. Okay, so let's move on to when, um, okay, so we've had like um, Kylo Ren's intro. You, you meet like Kylo, you meet... Uh, Sorry, guys. Uh, you meet uh, Kylo Ren. You meet Poe, BB-8, Finn. Uh, you meet... Uh, oh, wait. You even meet Phasma. You get a brief look at her. Um, now we're on to Jakku, and uh, there's this montage of Rey. And I've heard people say, like, this feels a little fast, but, like, that little montage of her life kind of tells you everything you need to know about her. That's, that's oh, all you need. Is that when she, yeah. has, when she has the vision? No, 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 no. What no, no, you're saying no. is, like, just her collecting her scraps, yeah. her turning the scraps in for food. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Making yeah. the food into... Living yeah. in a uh, 
and at at it's down. it's it was yeah. good character development and it's and a lot of it too is there was not a lot of dialogue yeah you know? they pull off so much visual. yeah yeah well it's 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 the visuals it's the music that tone is just it's so it's they they said everything they need to do with the with the film medium that's a great thing it was show not tell they're like this is her life and you feel every exactly. bit exactly and then only she doesn't speak much and yet she still shows her her character you know that she's resourceful you know mm-hmm. that she's bright she's independent like it's yeah, just her. she's, she's alone independent. Yeah. and then you and then when she saves bb8 you know that she's compassionate that's that's her first line in the movie when she's talking to that other scrapper yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and and so I, I love it it was really smart because it became a protagonist that we can identify with and that we could root for mm-hmm. and you know she had dreams of being part of the rebel alliance because she's literally eating outside wearing a helmet there's no purpose yeah. in a helmet but you can yeah. tell she fantasized getting off that planet like mm-hmm. luke she's yeah. just sitting there puts the helm the blaster helmet on and just eating and that's a kid who who sees her themselves i want to be more than this street rat this mm-hmm. urchin in, in the desert yeah and even before that there's this one shot where she's cleaning up her scrap and then she looks at this old woman across from her Thinking like I don't want that to be my future. She looks yeah. at that and I'm like, I have to get off of this yeah. planet, or yeah. or whoever she's waiting for has to come and get her. Um, but yeah, I just felt like that was really well done. They they pulled off everything you needed to know about her. Yeah, I mean, Wally was be, was able to tell a whole story in the first seven minutes without any dialogue. So I felt you can tell everything about a character just by their actions before they even say a single word. Man, it'd be so great if there was some kind of like Wally <laughs> reference. In Star Wally, Wars. just see like Wally wow. just picking up trash on Tatooine. You just, you just, just like see that he's like floating around in the background back in space. <laughs> <laughs> Eva's yeah. part of the first order. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that'd be fucked up. Dark. <laughs> yeah, but this is why I feel like um, right off the bat, I feel like she has better development than Luke. And then also, I kind of like her a little bit more just because she's independent. She didn't have an aunt and uncle watching over her. Yeah, and Luke was pretty whiny. Yeah, uh, uh, I want to like, But friend. we were saying like, yeah. he goes through an yeah. arc. But yeah, he, yeah. He, he, I mean, but he's like a teen. He's a teenager. That's true. There's growing pains. A yes. spoiled you know. teenage boy. Wait, is how old is Ray supposed to be in this? They Anyone never know? say. They never really say. Early twenties. They even said like. The, uh, uh, episode seven takes place about nineteen years after. No, it's 30. it's like thirty years, dude. Thirty years. I'm it's sorry. Thirty years after. 30 years. Return of the Jedi. Uh, so they really do make the thirty years in our time and thirty years in. Okay. Okay. Well, now that we're talking a lot about Ray, do you want to talk about predictions on what you think her patronage is? Can I say though, Ray has a beautiful smile like she has that girl next door smile, and I can tell you right now, no, kid you not, like I have a friend who's like head over heels over her and he works at Disney mm-hmm. and has seen her come to the park and he goes oh my god she is here and just well, no Daisy Ridley make no jokes yeah like Daisy Ridley is first team all cutie when, come yeah, on yeah. when no, she looked at she's Han yeah. Solo and that once they just looked at him and smile it, it was like it was like every nerd that has ever wanted to look at the real Han Solo, she gave the same reaction yeah. and her smile is just like you, you melt your heart you can't say no to this girl yeah and she comes off like just as the actress, and then it plays a part in Ray. Is she does come off as very down to earth, you know, and, and not a damsel damsel in distress. Definitely, yeah. No, I, I love how they played up that character too. But back to her lineage. Do you guys want to talk about that and what you think it I might mean, be? The, the, it has or to do, be something because she got the lightsaber. Well, they also know. they also say like in episode one. Uh, uh, Pad, uh, Padme 
Uh, it's uh, panda bear. Panda, panda bear, panda bear has one has one <laughs> loop oh, in her hair, reference. and a Princess Leia iconically has two loops, and then. Her hair has three, and they're thinking, "Is that?" Oh, I never nice noticed look? that. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so many different theories because it seems as though Anakin, his mother, claim was like an immaculate conception kind of thing that he's an anomaly. Uh, but so I guess you could say that perhaps that might apply to Ray. But I feel after she touches the lightsaber and has that vision, it's hard really to Im- it's hard to imagine that she's just an anomaly. And the thing is, like I mean, this I mean, it's hard to say stuff that ties in with Luke is considering he stepped away from the series and stuff to this yeah. point. But saga, you know, the Star Wars saga, the original trilogy, prequel trilogy, and I would imagine this too by extension is all about the Skywalker family. Like, that that's what Saga's all based around. Like, it's just that soap opera of just what's going on with this family. Family drama. And, uh, like, Rogue One is, is you know, they have that... Rogue One is a great movie, and it stands on, on its own. And it's not about the Skywalkers. It's about another team. And that's why yeah. we have these offshoots. And I would I would imagine she's connected somewhere, because there, there's too many nods to this, or too many nods to that. My friend, uh, Norm Rapman, he's a comic inker. He's constantly pushing the Ray Palpatine... Uh, angle that she's a oh really yeah he he I he does oh, I like it he does, yeah. he does it jokingly but he's always like guys just wait you're gonna find out she's Ray Palpatine that's her last name it's Ray Palpatine she's <laughs> she's uh, got big old Papa Palpatine here and <laughs> we're gonna have Grandpa yeah. yeah. Palpatine <laughs> yep yeah so, it, it's this is one of those things like I don't know for some reason like I just haven't really speculated much I'm like she has I'm like she has some connection but it hasn't really eating away at me. I don't know why. I'm just like, I just want to see what happens. I actually know what happens. I can't say anything. Really. <laughs> um, they told me, I had a guy in deep in Lucasfilm, they told me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone's on their podcast going, holy shit, is this guy going to spill this? No. <laughs> I have a theory, and it kind of ties in. Uh, she is the granddaughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, that's a big that's thing. Another popular thing. Yeah. They're making a Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff. And, and, and when they reveal in, in the next movie, they'd be like, wait, how that happened? Well, there's a spinoff, and it's going to explain how he had one love interest, and he had to give it up. It's pretty much choose the Jedi path or give away. Well, he had that love interest in Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, yeah. from Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so obviously he played fast and loose with the whole, you know, monk celibacy he, thing. He just had to get his order. dick wet once, all right? I mean, I mean, I mean, just, I mean he just had to I do it once. on the player, dude. Come on. I ain't hating on the player. I okay? saved a bunch of people. I deserve this at least once. <laughs> treat yourself. Give me, treat but, yourself. But, like, you know, it would be cool, and then a lot of people say that, you know, you hear both Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi as well as Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, they mixed them together. In, mm-hmm. in, the, in the vision that she has. So that also supports, like, why is she hearing the voices from those two specific versions of Obi-Wan Kenobi? So, I mean, to be honest, I, I would really enjoy it if she was Obi-Wan Kenobi's granddaughter, but I feel you're right. They're probably going to stick with, like, the Skywalker No, I think that'd be, well, there's... it'd be a nice little twist to be like, hey, this was the Skywalker uh, trilogy or, like, uh, Six trilogy, I know, but just part but of me thinks it'd be Nanogy. so lazy if it's Luke's daughter. Well, that's 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 where they do that. That's where that theory's been played out further. Is that it's it is Obi Wan's granddaughter because it's his daughter's child, but his daughter fell in love with Luke, and so uh, they together. Whoa. So it's 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 like he he goes back to Tatooine this, after Return of the Jedi. He goes back to Tatooine. 
Um, actually, I'm sorry. After uh, Empire Strikes Back, he goes back to Tatooine, gathers some of Obi Wan's stuff, and finds this daughter of of, of Kenobi that he that he uh, sired while he was in uh, hey. exile. And so it's like this, that, that's the theory that's out there. Yeah, I I mean, part of hey, me baby, likes it just because I like the I the, force. the connection I mean, there. You could do some weird shit with that, right? Like yeah. if you had well, horse powers, you'd fuck around with it, right? Yeah. I mean, and then there's this like, the other hey. theory is that like. Her and Kylo Ren are twins, I don't and like they that like one. separated yeah. them, and then like somehow Luke like mind wiped them or some kind of thing. But I Never also don't much. think that. I think hey, it's baby, a bunch of BS I blew too. Up the Death Star twice. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, or Kylo Ren and Ray are brother and sister, and they have them kiss, and then they find. Out. Dude, <laughs> and it's the just cycle like of life. <laughs> the cycle, hey, the circle it. of life, circle right there. Of life. <laughs> um, uh, there was a. In the um, Disney Infinity, apparently there was a leaked footage where, uh, in the Disney Infinity, uh, yeah, you probably yeah, have yeah, heard of this, a leak, there was a leaked gameplay trailer when they were releasing the toys for the Disney Infinity, like Skyrim and all that, and in the leaked footage of testing the game, uh, Kylo keeps yelling, cousin. Well, no, it wasn't leaked. It's, it wasn't leaked. It's just, it, during the gameplay, Kylo will uh, attack you. And he says curses, but people thought he was saying cousin. Yeah, and that, that, that unfortunately, oh. that, unfortunately, that's been debunked because, like, when you played as the Ray character, he would be like, "Fight me," and it sounded like cousin. Because, but then they said, "Oh, it's fight me curses," which still sounds weird, weird. to say. That's yeah. weird to say. Fight, fight me, curses. me curses. But I think that's that's probably just uh, probably a mistake. On their part, because I think he probably says curses when you hit him. Or Kylo's probably a weird dude. Let's be honest here. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but he's yeah, in that all black outfit and like he's into some stuff that I don't want to talk about. That like emo kid. That I know. Like, and then they gonna... said like you know when he put his helmet down to talk to Ray and he puts in that pile of ashes that that's like mm-hmm. the ashes of his victims. Yeah, or something. I heard about yeah. that. That and too. Then I'm just recently. like that's fucked up. Yeah. They're like, I oh, mean, well, why is he putting this? Are those the ashes of, of Anakin Skywalker? Like, why anyway. is this like treasured thing in this pile of ashes? And then I'm like, oh. Oh, that's because it, someone told me like that. Those are the ashes of his his victims, Mike. And then he, good God! Then you put it back on your head. Like, like oh. what, are you, what are you doing, dude? They, they shower. Like, they shower. That's what I want to know. They're not going dark enough. I want him to like have the ashes of Anakin and just snort it. Anytime he has to go no, out, just like those lines going. <laughs> I'm good. I'm with you, grandfather. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, he just cuts. He good. cuts it with some spice, and he just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dark. That's the dark side right there. I want nope. full dark. You nope, want to buy some sticks? Yeah. <laughs> no, Rob. Yeah. I okay. got the real shit. This is the real. Good okay, stuff. so so we've had uh, Ray and Finn kind of meet, and they kind of like establish that what they can do in that um, that sequence when the, the First Order attacks, The dogfight right? with the TIE Fighters. Yeah. yeah. So now we're on to... Actually, this is perfect timing since it's playing in the background now. Their ship gets uh, picked up by Han Solo. <gasps> and, like, I don't know... Like, I remember when... Ken, when, when we were in the theater, like, like the cheers that followed his first appearance yeah like it, it, it's it was also problematic because people like people were cheering but i'm like okay you can stop now because they're talking yeah. You, need to shut, <laughs> yeah you need to shut the hell up shut the and fuck let up, han solo watching. talk to me okay like this is what's important now it's like stop your happiness for one second yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and we were all waiting for that moment just because when that tr- when that first trailer dropped and we see chewie and han and they're like chewie we're home. I, I was at a you convention know, when that trailer dropped. That Same here. And, then, and like you just saw everyone stop and like get on their phone. You're like, yeah, <gasps> pretty much. <gasps> 
But okay, what was your guys' reaction to Han Solo's first appearance on the trailer? It was amazing. That's mm-hmm. probably like they they did so beautifully to add, to have that be the end of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Sure, we were home. We had just had all the feels. I mean, that, that I mean, I what can I say? Yeah. You saw someone grow up uh, and all these adventures, and then being a hiatus for thirty odd years, and now Chewie were home. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else can I say? It's it's a reunion. Yeah. I mean, he still had that swashbuckling swagger that oh, he yeah. usually carries. And so, I mean, I always appreciate that. But I guess part of me, too, was wanting to figure out, like, okay, where have you been, man? What has it been for 30 years? Are <laughs> you're you doing Leia? smuggler shit, bro? Like, I know you're doing smuggler shit, but, you know, <laughs> you had a kid, you had Leia. Like, were you just doing this part He was time? a general. And <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. So I was, just, I was just kind of like, dude, okay, what what you been doing? Did you leave your wife and kids to go hang out with your best bud, Chewie? Well, yeah. I bet you so, think Kylo Ren's probably what broke them off. Like, yeah, I bet you it was yeah. so devastating that he just went back to his old ways. What do you but, mean, I mean probably? When I like, scene, they state that in the they, movie. They, yeah, they do say it in they, the movie. They explicitly state that in the movie. That's not probably. It's like they let us know that is why they split up. No, no, you're so, right. But when I what I'm trying to say is when I first saw that scene, after you see the introduction, you have that first moment. Oh my God, it's Han and Chewie. Then I start to think, okay, dude, where have you been? Why, why are you trying to find the Millennium shit? Falcon? What happened to Do you it? Want to buy some death sticks? Because I, I did feel like because <laughs> I did feel I like some... out of all the sub conflicts they had, that that the sequence that follows after with the, like the pirates trying to kill Han and stuff, that was a little we like off like. I mean, uh, that was a waste of talent because they had the guy from the uh, um, the raid, the raid, and they made a big yeah. deal when they cast no, them. No, and yeah. all of a sudden, no, I remember. Exactly. They're and dead, then, and then they just they were red shirts, man. Hey, they were just like hey, die, 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 die. Tell that to Kanji Club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I so I guess that this sequence too is just like look look at all this production design. I felt like this was going to be a, a big setup, maybe possibly recurring villains, and nope. They die. Yeah. You know what I love about this, though, is like Han still, like I said, um, going back to humor flowing organically. No, I Like Han still has it. He's hilarious in this scene because um, um, he's like, you've let us down twice. And he's like, what was the second time? And, yeah. and st- lines like that he's st- that's still in his character yeah. well, or not just not just that but also he, he sits there and like thinks in his head he's like okay there's the one time I got and he's like what is the second time yeah exactly and the, the thing too about this is we we haven't seen Han Solo in so long we've yeah. seen Harrison Ford in other roles and he's gotten a little more serious and changed his demeanor for other roles get and, off my and plane and he's been more <laughs> just like straightforward like a dig- uh, distinguished uh, older gentleman in some movies now but this is back to older old Han like he 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 got older but he didn't grow up in ways like he's back to just being a uh, a scoundrel he's a street and, smart guy he's not book yeah. textbook smart he's street smart so he knows how to survive right but wow. th- there's a difference between knowing how to survive and then deciding to like to going back into a life that you didn't really love but you were just like you know what I'm good at it so I can do it and he goes back to that and the fact that we know like that he's in this for later on we find out why he's there and you're like man that is it's heartbreaking that he's just he's trying to find a way to get back to his son that is yeah. like Connect. an interesting thing to add to his character like when something really traumatic happens he's going to revert back to his old ways to kind of hide like no matter what he's feeling any big no, breakup or any yeah. big situation that's kind of traumatizing would put you back um, I mean because yeah because like with Kylo Ren that was like a death in the family it's like <laughs> losing yeah. a child you know so and a lot of times uh, 
like a husband and wife don't survive that. Their marriage mm-hmm. can't survive that with yeah. the loss of a loved one. So the the message of this podcast is don't have children, guys. Just don't. <laughs> and if you do, don't uh, <laughs> don't let them grow up to be Sith. That's yeah. important. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, all this like makes Han feel like Sith a complete happens. character. Yeah. Like he gets a real arc, and like spoiler alert, he dies later. Yeah, I mean, but uh, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I really like. Uh, I like the direction they went with um, for Han. Question: Do do you think this is crazy rumor mm-hmm. that Han Solo pushed the button no. <laughs> to kill yeah. himself for Kylo when Kylo was making this whole play? Going, I need too. to let go. I need to. I need to complete. I can't make up my mind. And do you think he would have committed suit? Like pretty much. Mm. Seppuku, uh, was it Seppuku? Seppuku. Seppuku. I don't want to say Sudoku. That's a little uh, <laughs> game for jumping around. Commit Sudoku. Sudoki. He starts playing. They're just theory that, you know, he goes, I can't make up a mind. And he does. And maybe that changes Kylo a little bit because in the trailer. Um, okay. Anyway, I won't say it because I don't want to think. But who knows? Disney's smart. They're not going to give away anything. But maybe that kind of helps them think like, holy shit, my dad did this for me. Maybe I can think about what I'm going to do with my life choices. Who knows? Um, we'll find out. Um, that could be a surprise. Mm-hmm. But I do like the callbacks to his humor when they say, oh, you made the Kessel run in blank parsec. Because yes. why does everyone keep us like, over-exaggerating? <laughs> Or when he goes back, like, hey, does this place have a trash compactor? And uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah that was they good. do. That was a good callback. <laughs> I think it was like, oh, it's like, you made it in 14 parsecs. 12. 12. <laughs> Why is everyone? Yeah, I didn't want to overquote it. <laughs> Finn, what do you, what do you, yeah. what do you have it, a trash compactor? It's also interesting, too, that like he his role is kind of like reversed now because he's kind of their mentor. He's yeah. kind of taken this like, Obi-Wan. almost Obi-Wan's role. He's yeah. Obi-Wan's role. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like a, kind of a weird twist considering like where he is when you first meet him. Yeah. Well, I love the scene. Uh, it's going to come up too, like after they finish with this battle, but <laughs> of just like him explaining that it's like, it's all true. Yeah. Like everything you that, Jedi, know, Okay, that was, Sith, that was such a beautiful real. moment. And yes, if you look totally. at the way they frame the shot, he's fa- all true. Yeah. If he, if you look at the way they frame the shot, he's facing the audience as if he's telling the audience like, yeah. Hey, I know you've been some through some shit with this franchise, with those prequels and some other <laughs> stuff, but all that stuff you loved, it's all true, guys. I'm a believer. Yeah, yeah. I converted to the yeah, force. Yeah, it's not it's just Matacorians, and and like and some people are predisposed to it. He's it was a, like it wasn't going from a bio, he, It was going not from a biological perspective anymore. You know? So that's what I like is they kind of just brought it back. And I think that goes to. Um, what they have to do going back to why people say this is a rehash they have to reestablish like why people love this yeah. it's been so long since the prequels and had a bad left a bad taste in our mouths they have to show you like hey all this stuff was awesome it's still here this is why you should be watching this again yeah i uh mm-hmm. when you mentioned <laughs> han solo going it's all true like he's converted i want to pull out like a, like the force pamphlet just like here you can read more about the force in <laughs> 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 this pamphlet <laughs> Do you have a moment to talk about midichlorians? <laughs> <laughs> He's converted. <laughs> he holds a little Obi-Wan medallion in his, his little chest. And pulls oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. You guy. <laughs> he has a, a Princess Leia rosary. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. 
<laughs> no, Rob, no. No, bad Rob. <laughs> no. And then, too, like I do like the balance, how we, we see what the heroes have been doing, and now we cut to what the antagonists are up to. And then we get our big reveal of Snoke here, and that just starts letting everyone's do mind we, firing. Do, I mean, oh, do we have any theories on who Snoke uh, is? I or? think it's gonna, not going to be a character we know because... Yeah. I, I think a lot of people have been saying that it's Darth Plagueis. Which was yeah, yeah. the wise who, who was figured out how to uh, cheat death. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm I pretty never, sure it's Lando. I never guys. learned about that pretty from sure the Jedi. Yeah. Huh? I never learned about that from the Jedi. <laughs> uh, I'll call back uh, to episode three. I'm still trying to. It's kind of block fuzzy. it out. No. <laughs> block well, it out. I mean, one theory that I find interesting, and if I don't know, like, a part of me thinks that they might. Because when I heard that Ryan Johnson signed to do another trilogy, yeah, part of me thinks they might do Knights of the Old Republic, which would be dope. Yeah, and and the thing is, is just based off of what we've seen of Snoke, we know that he's very, very old. He's decrepit. He's aging, and you start to think, okay, where has he been all this time? We know that he's powerful because he was able to seduce Kylo Ren to the dark side pretty easily. That led to the destruction. And he's fearful of Luke Skywalker and Rey's raw power. So, because I know that uh, that the Sith uh, were originally an alien species that wanted to conquer um, or fight is the, that the, the, the Republic. Or is that's that no longer canon? That's no longer oh, but the thing is, okay. yeah. I, but the thing is, they play so fast and loose with these with these rules of what's canon and legend. No, don't know where it's they can not pull. fast and loose. It's clear cut. There's there's timeline. There's a timeline now where it's like these books, which are only the ones that have been published since Disney um, bought them. The Clone Wars, Rebels, and by the way, just the 3D Clone Wars, not the 2D Clone Wars. And the comics. Yeah. And the current comics. Current comics. The current Marvel comics. Really good on side note. They they basically said, like, hey, that old shit, it's out. That's pretty much. And basically, that's disappointing because I thought he could be like one of the Sith original. And see, that's what that's what I was saying earlier about like by getting rid of EU. Like it's disappointing to a lot of people because there's a lot of great stories there. But now we have such a blank canvas. But they can still go back and paint with those old colors. Like we have Thrawn over in Rebels, and he's amazing and just as deadly as intelligent as the old Thrawn was. So it's like they can still go with that with shades of that and still get something like that. But I don't think we're gonna get the like the idea of. Of, of the Sith as at least the way they were. Yeah. I hope he's personally I don't hope I hope he's no one we've ever met before. I hope he's someone new. I've heard some ridiculous theories like, oh, it's it's gonna be Ezra Bridger, and I'm like, that that is insane. Like, oh, but see the scar and it's like, no. What is why would it's you Mace think Windu, that? Windu, guys. It's Come Mace on. Windu. <laughs> no, it's that I, one stormtrooper bumped his head and that's <laughs> I've <laughs> seen that joke so, too. Okay, so what came to mind was I'll be really Piss. I guess not piss. That's kind of strong. I'll be really disappointed, upsetting, if uh, if Snoke was revealed to be the mastermind between uh, behind Palpatine and Vader. Like you thought, Palpatine yeah. was the top. Yeah, it was actually Snoke. I think they'll be told bullshit, and then you water down the power of Palpatine. So that's one thing. But if it was, I, I, yeah, Plagueis, I agree the lies, with that. That'd be really cool. But if it's if I I just have a one percent feeling that it'd be like oh remember the you know the original I was behind it the whole time like really no um, it's Cassian Andor that's who it is <laughs> uh, the second thing when you talk about EU 
I really wish this is canon. I hope they do something with it or bring it to make it canon. If you say anything about Boba Fett, I'm gonna attack Boba you. Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Uh, Ken just perked up. <laughs> He's standing up right now. Ken, sit down. Um, uh, it would be okay. So I'm not a huge fan of the expanded universe, but what I really did enjoy was um, shoot, it just came to mind the video game um, Shadows of the Empire. No, no, no. Dark Forces. Dark Force. Forced Unleashed. The Force oh. Unleashed. Star Killer. I love that character. I love the With Galen Merrick. Apprentice, huh? yeah. Galen Merrick. His name is, is Galen Merrick. Is that EU? No. That's EU. That's old EU. Yeah. That is that's, old that's EU. Legends. That's oh. we, yeah, the okay. That's Legends. Uh, the Secret Sith to Vader. The Secret Apprentice. Secret. I'm sorry. Secret Apprentice. That's amazing. That was a story arc. And that was now, a fun game, too. Actually, they almost brought him into Rebels. Uh, Dave Filoni, one of the producers on Rebels, was speaking about how they have different Inquisitors in the Rebel series. And they almost brought him in as an Inquis- Inquisitor on an episode or two, but they decided against it. They didn't say exactly why, because, again, they're in their final season, so they're holding back on some info. But that would have been interesting if they would have brought him in. I really love that series. Um, Sam Witwer is a huge huge fan of Star Wars. Which he Justin actually, and I actually got to meet him. He pointed him out. That's Sam Whitworth. I'm like, oh shit, the Force Unleashed guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he, he did a Long Beach Comic Expo or Con. I can't remember which one it was. I remember Comic Con he was yeah. there. And so he, and, but he's also, by the way, he's also the voice of Darth Maul in Star Wars Clone Wars and Rebels. He also oh, does nice. the voice, oh, okay. he's also done the voice of Emperor Palpatine and several different stormtroopers in The Force Awakens. He's a, oh. he's a fanboy. That's he's, cool. he, well, he's a fanboy and he's part of the Lucas family now. It's like he got in and like he just gets to keep coming back for other roles because he's a, he's a known quantity. Like, you know what? We can always get a good quality uh, job from him. Performance. Yeah. Thank you. And so they keep going back with him and I, I understand why. Could they. Is he too old to uh, to play the reprise the role? I mean, like a live action, I would shit myself if they did that. Like a secret apprentice doing these like missions. I mean, the yeah, you can you can criticize the second game, but still, the story arc was just freaking amazing. And the the idea itself is interesting. Yeah, yeah, I I I feel like they won't go back to that. And a little Easter egg: uh, Star Killer was the original last name of Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be Luke Star Killer. Kind of dark, and but now you used it for the Secret Apprentice. Oh, that's no, they the... they used it for Starkiller Base. Oh, that yeah, that's oh. that's in canon now. So it's like that's already oh, taken. That so name yeah, away. I don't think they would. Yeah, I, le- I mean, he wouldn't have the same code name because yeah. his code name was Starkiller. They could easily find other like there's yeah. other yeah. stuff from there Legends. Could be Star you could pull from. Can it be like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Skywalker Groundhopper? You know, <laughs> there you go. hey, Rob, Rob. but that's that's just my one EU. I wish it would be canon. Everyone has Knights of the Old Republic, which I think they can get away with because it's a thousands years before, before the yeah. thing. So you could do anything you want, but. Uh, just we all love the original movies, so just to have this secret apprentice kind of mess with the kind of like the prequels, I thought that'd be cool. Yeah, Who knows? I find crossed. I find it funny that so in the past we try to stray away from getting too in depth in the EU stuff, but each of us have taken a moment and said, "Yeah, EU, we, it's okay wiping away, except for my one story. I want my story to be <laughs> pretty like, much. All I feel like every nerd, like, yeah, Dash Rendar, right, guys? Exactly. No. exactly. <laughs> well, the Outrider and Dash Rendar and and Prince Caesar are awesome, and his pheromones trying to seduce Leia is canon. Okay, it's canon. I, I think is since we can live with the fact that Marvel and DC have multiple universes that are very similar but yet unique. And when people got upset that Disney wiped away the EU, 
I didn't because I'm like, okay, the EU is Star Wars, just an alternate universe. They're just trying to keep canon to the movies, but not. it doesn't water down the uh, EU. It just means that if you can live with Marvel having the ultimate universe and the 616 mm. universe and the MC universe, you can live with Star Wars being its own different universes because they're trying to get to it. They're trying to get Star Wars like Marvel where you can have multiple storylines and multiple universes. But I feel like right now, though, like they, they want to get like one easier to follow continuity down first. I yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's more accessible to fans. They get more people. Um, looking into it, and you know, just people more can, money. People get way. confused yeah. if they're like, "Wait, there's two universes of exactly. Vader's." I get that. Yeah, but I just to us to make us feel to sleep well at night. Going, <laughs> well, I really love Star Killer. He existed. He just existed in a different timeline. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the the thing that uh, I think that's a really good way to look at it is the reason why it's called Legends is because those are just that they're legends. Yeah. Someone's telling you a story of like, hey, there was a secret apprentice to Vader that you never knew about, and blah blah blah. Yeah. That's the great idea of, of calling them just legends. Like, oh, you know, these are stories told from one person to another and passed out. Like, oh yeah, did you hear about this? Like, did they really happen? No, they're just legends. But but then they can go like, here's the story that inspired that. Exactly, legend. and then yeah. that's why like them bringing in Thrawn now. Like I, they're able to be like you know that was such a great creation. Let's try and go off that. Well, we, well, we can play that with that in our new universe. Okay. Well, let's jump ahead a little bit further into movie and perfect timing since it just happens to be playing on screen behind us. Um, Han takes the crew to uh, Maz Kanata's bar. I don't know what planet it's on. Uh, I, I have to mention that Maz Kanata's bar has all these characters, mm-hmm. and one thing that made Star Wars infamous was the toys. Especially when the toys would be with characters that you only see for a couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. when Boba Fett got hired? He wasn't just the only bounty hunter. He got hired by a bunch of other bounty hunters yeah. who don't see him, but there's action yeah. figures. That bar scene that they go to in The Force Awakens, I remember in Comic-Con, they showed a, they showed a, a picture of this big guy and this one girl just laying next to him. Ooh, is that a big character coming up? And and it isn't. It's just one scene. Yeah. And then there's this guy who wears like a, a, like a Mortal Kombat ride-in hat. <laughs> Barely wait, seen for two seconds. Wait, he, in this? Yes. He oh. gets his own action figure. <laughs> You're like, you only see him like turn around in this bar scene. And, he can, and that's if that doesn't scream Star Wars, I don't know what does. <laughs> hey, you got two seconds. You look like a cool character. You're an action figure. Yeah, of course, their cantina scene gets the same treatment. Like, yeah, I, I think I was at a panel where they were saying like, yeah, one like the cantina scene was huge. That like we can't find some of these actors anymore. We have no idea what happened to them. And there's some characters that haven't been named yet. Well, like, it's, it's, yeah. the one he's talking about is Constable Zuvio. Yeah. That's the one who the, has the big the, dude with the horns on it. No, no, he's talking about the one with like this almost a, a rice the, hat style. The raid. Oh, that. Yeah. Man, okay. Yeah, I, I would. <laughs> yeah. Did the they mention hat. him? Did he have any roles or lines? No, he didn't. Not do yet. Squat. He didn't do shit. And you know he's, his name. That's you know what? Deep cut. He you has know what? He's Snoke. He's Snoke, guys. Yeah. Call it right now. <laughs> this whole Snoke time, we brought the case. Ladies and gentlemen, we brought the case with Snoke. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. He didn't do squat in this series. Um, also, another canon, um, another thing that kind of throws the, a callback, uh, Boba Fett gets a couple of seconds in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Big thing. Uh, Captain Phasm. I know she's going to be a big Yeah, deal in I the feel future. like Captain Phasm is probably the we Boba hope. Fett yeah. of this, this series. But that's not a bad yeah. thing because now you're, you're not introduced to her in the next uh, episode A where all of a sudden yeah. she's fighting Finn. You're like, where did she come from? Dude. You, you, 
What? You okay, man? Yeah, what? he's just talking about stuff from trailers and needs to stop. No, they oh. haven't. No, they established. Not it's, the he. I guess what he's trying to say is he hadn't seen that trailer. They, they haven't. They haven't seen, I'm just saying, like, they kind of established she, she's going to make a big deal going after him after what he did to her. You could tell from episode seven that there's going to be no, this. No, you can't. <laughs> You're spoiling oh. stuff for people who don't want stuff spoiled. You, if you watch episode seven, you know that Finn. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, man. But you've seen the trailers. You really I wasn't like even it when thinking Ken's the mad. I wasn't even thinking episode eight. I was still thinking episode seven. Okay. I just the minute I watched episode seven, I figured out she's gonna be just like what Justin says. She's gonna be the Boba Fett. She didn't do anything episode seven. You know there's but, gonna be something going you know, on. You're, you're hoping you, you, she's gonna be a bigger deal. That could happen. Yeah, but come on, they yeah. wouldn't ramp her up for no reason. They got a big actress from Game of Thrones. She is a fighter. She is a big girl and. You think you don't think she's not gonna make a big deal? Come but on, to, to make a jump that it's specifically Finn, but I guess you could make Finn, that because she sees him Ray. as a traitor. She's gonna be the Bubba Fett to them. She's yeah. gonna hunt them down. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and There's she gets taken out with a, by a blind man. I didn't with even a stick. think about episode eight at all. <laughs> I didn't even think about the trailers. I'm just using episode seven. I'm using that like, reminds my me. I love Charu from, from Rogue One. God, he's so awesome. Like There's, I'm using. Uh, ep- two years ago theories. There's yep. there's stuff uh, too like it that like there's they built up the Captain Phasma character quite a bit oh, and yeah, just like did. just laid into it so heavily. I mean also I mean just just visually she is just such an eye-catching character with this chrome stormtrooper outfit yeah. and I feel like they're it's one of those things where like we have these plans and then we've got to get take care of everyone else. We can't give any time to her. So like by her final scene of like, you know, uh like oh, I'm going to disarm this like and then we're just gonna throw her kind of away and like she's gonna come back, but they didn't. I'm I'm feeling I get the feeling that there was more there, but they didn't t- have time to cover it because they had to introduce us to so much else. You know, it's no, weird. Star Wars has true. like has a weird history of like hyping up certain characters and they get like five minutes of screen time. Five minutes of fame. Yeah, yeah, like Darth Maul. It was like oh yes, wait. Darth yeah. Maul. Absolutely, because yeah. like people talk about like Boba Fett, how you know he didn't do anything, but like his fandom was more. It wasn't like it was more by the fandom More not cool by armor. It, it wasn't like Lucasfilm saying like you're gonna love the new Boba Fett episode like th- they just put him in there he was just he's a background character and you're, you're he's there for you to enjoy but he's not like it wasn't like cause, because the way they wrote they did uh, marketing back then they're like this is Darth Maul right. he's the baddest bad guy ever and then he's gone in one movie spoilers yeah. and <laughs> what and then what? Uh, like Phasma like she's built up too because we have like oh we cast Gwendolyn Gwendolyn Christie she was she's on so much media Brianna Tarth like but it's, it's this big build up and then because they're like uh well we're gonna bring back Poe because we actually were gonna kill him but we're gonna bring back Poe so I guess we're gonna give him more you know, time who I heard is gonna have like a big role but I barely noticed her in Force Awakens is um, is Leia's daughter. You mean Billy Lord? Carrie Fisher's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard about what, something like, like that. N- no, like... Well, or no, like because you said Princess Leia's daughter, and that would be a character Princess Leia's daughter. You mean Carrie Fisher's yeah, daughter? Yeah, Carrie, Carrie Fisher's, Fisher's daughter. daughter. Yeah, 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 sorry. I just yeah, wanted, I wanted to clarify yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. No, yeah, Billy Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, uh, like, apparently she's going to play, like, a bigger role? Well, why in, not? In I mean, I don't, I'm not going to argue with that. She's one of the people in the Rebel base. But, like, so. they barely even, like, mention her. I, I don't How know. How many characters have they introduced they barely show? And, I mean, like... the yeah. they get their own novel or some shit? They get yeah, their own right? action figure? Come on. 
Um, I want my action figure, dude. You know how much? If I was an extra, like I did one scene, like I take, if I take Poe Dameron's helmet, I want an action figure because I'm gonna be so happy. Like, <laughs> no, you're gonna be like, I got I that, am, I got I that for cannon. you, Poe. <laughs> <laughs> I made sandwiches. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> the cafeteria worker in, like, in the mess hall. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> the janitor gets an action Wait. figure. <laughs> Holy shit! Do you get uh, the soup? Al- oh, the soup! <laughs> yeah, the, the alien that was plunging the toilet. In the background, that was me. <laughs> I would take that role in I a heartbeat. I got the shit out of that toilet. I mean, it- don't get me wrong. I mean, like uh, Kevin Smith was a voice in one of the Stormtroopers. I bet you there's an action figure of him. And then uh, Daniel Craig was an act. Was a uh, yeah, he was yeah. one of the Stormtroopers. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, we're not gonna. We'll see what episode eight happens. But as when it comes to episode seven, I like I trying to go back before. All these minor characters that get a little two cents of fame. Mm-hmm. As for Darth Maul to kind of go, kind of trigger back, Darth Maul had a really cool scene. No matter what, you can argue that he didn't get enough time. I mean, that was the most iconic fight scene. But ever. That's the thing is, it was so cool. You wanted more, of and course. yeah, and so it's just it's a bit disappointing. But I hear like I don't know. Is it canon that he's brought back? Yes, because uh, like I said, all these CG. Uh, Clone Wars are canon, so spoilers for those who haven't watched all of Clone Wars yet. He does come back in that. Yes, I hate. And he has like robotic CG. legs. He's like a cyborg now, right? which was also <laughs> taken from more like di- um, extended universe kind of lore. Then uh-huh. they brought that into the canon. Sweet. Mm. I'm not a okay. fan of the CGI on TV, so that's hard for me to watch. If you, I, I felt the same way, and Ninja I Turtles just, and all the other shows that become CG on TV is really hard to swallow. Compared it's to great. What, but, the new but, Ninja yeah. Series is phenomenal. The I, I have to say, like, like I did, I felt the same way, the and then I gave it a real chance. Cheap CGI yeah, makes no, it I agree. Really hard to Dude, swallow. Dude, th- this coming from the guy that watches BoJack Horseman and Big Mouth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that no, animation. No, no, oh. BoJack, no, you that's, can't disagree. Okay, no, that's, that's it's a animated great film. series. It's a great. Animated, series, but that animation, but that animation's cheap hard to look at. That's animation. That animation's hard to look at, but it's a great, it's a great series. Both of them. That's are. not hard. Cheap. When you're used to Pixar and DreamWorks like quality, and then all of a sudden, well, you, no. You, but that's the thing. It's TV though. Exactly. Everything's gonna be scaled down. But I, 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 I under. Jack here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Rich. Yes, you I can. Do, I do ah, understand I do. where you're coming from. I felt that way initially. But the stories are actually good, and they actually I, do fit I, and, very well. And okay, I agree. So I agree I, with Justin. Like yeah. I personally have not seen the Clone Wars. I've been wanting to. I just yeah. didn't get around to it. And then, like again, the animation style put me off. But then all my Star Wars friends were like, "Dude, you need to be watching Clone Wars I've had and Star Rebels too. and Rebels." Justin, yeah, well, yeah. Justin with a Y. Yes, you, you need to watch Star Wars Clone Wars. Okay, and Star I will. Wars Rebels. <laughs> all right, Kim, I'll give you. you the, I'll give well, you a flash well, back, drive. I've back, done this in the past. I'll do it again. Okay, well, I, I appreciate. It. Thank you. Okay, back back to Force Awakens. Let's we're, do it. The, we're probably at the midpoint of the movie now. A lot of truths are being revealed. So that yeah. you know, Finn is finally telling Ray, like, "Hey, I'm not you. with the resistance." <laughs> well, maybe kind of that too. <laughs> Ray, uh, I mean, Ray is like coming to contact with that that somehow Luke's light old lightsaber or. Excuse me, Darth Vader's old lightsaber got there, or Anakin's, whatever you want to... Whoever lightsaber it was. I'm trying to be careful, because I know Ken's going to correct me in, like, three seconds. Um, But the old lightsaber's there, so she's uh, coming to terms with, like, wait a minute, am I related to this? Who am I? I'm Um, part of something larger, and I don't want to accept it. Exactly. So, Which, I mean, if you want to get biblical, I mean, it's like it's like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Like, he finds out who he is and what his lineage is, and he's like, nope, I'm out. P- 
peace. Yeah. I, I can't handle this. Do you have yeah. a pamphlet? Yeah, a, Someone and heard and more. And so, but like, <laughs> the, it's it's the idea of it's a lot to deal oh, here's, with. Here's yeah. the Nazi speech coming up. Yeah, it's so funny because my wife is a big Harry Potter fan. She like, it's so weird to see the Weasley, one of the Weasley twins, <laughs> first order. <laughs> it's like, yeah, one of the Weasleys just turned uh, alt right. <laughs> yeah, he went dark. Hey, okay, so maybe Ken, I, I feel like you might have this information. So info, I, it was always my impression that kyber crystals weren't necessarily the batteries to lightsabers but the conduits Correct. for the force of the, uh, of whoever was using it and, i mean and there so, is a power source in there but it's not the kyber crystal the kyber crystal is the focus point yeah so when when finn activates the lightsaber is he somehow connected to the force oh is no 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 nope. i don't so think so like, no, no. lightsabers you don't need to be a force wielder to yeah. power a lightsaber. Han okay. had a lightsaber used to open up a uh, tauntaun for Luke. Yeah, you can just press the button. Just push. Well, the button. I just like I, I guess sometimes I'm confused as to like what it serves. Like I, I guess like it just anyone can I, turn uh, it on. It's the preferred it, weapon. It's, yeah. it's it's the it's it's the way you you take an extension of your own body with a a, a handheld weapon as opposed to like a, a rifle. Yes. it's something. It's like an extension of your body. Yeah. And I think this would be something more to speak of on a martial arts term of like someone who studies martial arts and learns to train with a weapon as opposed to someone who just le- learns to shoot a rifle. Like there's something different about moving and the way you carry the weapon and hold the weapon yeah. and you're trained to fight with it. And that's where I think it comes from more. And, and because of uh, Finn's uh, Stormtrooper training, which is something we can talk about in a minute because he's going to fight somebody else. Because of his Stormtrooper training, he has some ca- uh, hand-to-hand combat training. And it's also left over from Lucas's influence from, like, um, he used to watch, watch a lot of, like, Akira Kurosawa films. So, like, Hidden Fortress, it, it's, you know, it's leftover yeah. influence from that. So... Mm. The uh, the crystal the power crystal was interesting. I had a friend who who was into like the deep cannons and whatnot. He said that power crystals change color depending on where you add in the spectrum of the dark side and the light side. And so, uh, blue and green and red have a significance. And so, uh, he past was, tense had had. I guess it's no is longer that, canon, is that but not, is that legend now? No longer. Okay, Fun. so yeah, that's it was interesting because he, he pointed out the, like that, uh, that's where my mind gets blown because sometimes I'm like, okay, is this canon or is this legend? And yeah, well, you can always link to us uh, unless it, unless it's it's spoke in a movie or in or in the live action stuff. It's, or comic it's books. Likely, well, no, because I mean, again, or, or on this is, the I'm, I'm speaking TV of series, right, right. Yeah. But see, that at least that that's spoken to you because it, it there's a voice there. Unless it's one of those, it's likely going to be legends. And he keeps mentioning the comic books, and that's true. But so few people, uh, demographic wise, have read those. I don't mention those yet, but they are canon. But I mean, they're they're it's they're not disseminated enough, so I could be like, oh hey, those comics too. People are like, oh wait, what comics? And I'm guessing because I'm a little behind on the comics. I'm guessing they have a really, really great story arcs on both uh, the issues that are canon. But I kind of notice one thing is they don't try to push the major envelope where they don't try to do something drastic to mess with the canon so is that still true today where the comic book is still great the story story is great but there's nothing there to reveal that be like uh vader has a secret lover and this is gonna be canon uh i don't know would you tell me have they revealed anything and what i'm asking is there anything in the comic books that's revealed that would shed some light in the movies or give us a new perspective in the I mean, canon? Han, Han Solo had a wife apparently yeah <laughs> oh. 
yeah. So, um, I thought that was silly as shit. I didn't mind that. I mean, he's a scoundrel. He does what he needs to do. So far, for the most part, they have revealed uh, little secrets here and there, but they're little secrets. They haven't revealed like giant earth-shattering things because that's more the realm of the movies to do. Movies and actually, the novels actually have a lot more leeway. It seems like they because they are. With the novels, you have one writer handling it as opposed to a writer and an inker and an artist, and you have so many different people. I would believe, I, I'm guessing that maybe the the novels get more leeway because they have one person, they're more controlled. Like, you, you have more control over the storyline there. I heard and, there's someone to make sure that whatever they write for the comics and the novels does not screw up the, the, the movie. Yeah, that, that's, that's, what, that's what the Lucas Story Group does. The purpose of the Lucas Story Group is to maintain canon. That's their, that's, I, I feel like that job would be like awesome and a nightmare at the same time. It would be because you would be like, I want to have uh, you know Vader grow pink for like breast cancer awareness. Like you can't do that. That's not him. Like, but it'd be so cool. It's I'm sure he cares about boobs. I he swear. Cares about tatas, and you're like, sorry, we can't. Well, there's it. there's a, there's a droid uh, that actually is in canon now called oh, uh, R2KT, and there was a young girl I believe had cancer. And they, she was first created for her, and then they ended up putting her in the Clone Wars cartoons. Oh, that's so sweet. they've actually they have a droid for that. My 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 father uh, actually has that droid uh, toy from Comic Con. Uh, not getting into too t- t- detail, but I'm a family where cancer has has gone through grandmother, mother, and sisters and family. So it made a big deal to my dad to get that R2 unit. Sorry to get all sentimental. It's okay. Fun podcast. I'm oh, cutting into fine. you right here, like, though. We, we wouldn't have brought you on if you didn't have some sort of sentimental attachment but, to Yeah, this. my like, dad bought that because of... You know, my sister having cancer, my his his mom, my grandmother, who I never met, had cancer, and my mom went through cancer, my dad went through cancer, so it was like, hey, we had this pink droid, my dad jumped on it. Yeah. Uh, side note, on top of that, this is stupid, but is the um, R2MK canon, that's the Magic Kingdom Disney World R2U with Mickey Mouse ears. No. Damn it. <laughs> it's it's R two D two with Mickey Mouse colors and yes. ears. Yes, I guess that's true. The, the the answer is yet. So we're we're missing on screen right now. We just had a stormtrooper after Finn had already tore through several different stormtroopers with the lightsaber. One of them shouts at him, "Traitor!" And Which, by the way, it's cool to see someone use the uh, the lightsaber the way he does. You see, like a, an actual stormtrooper get impaled and like the yeah. armor's cracked and stuff. It's cool to see that little detail. No, oh, sorry, I, no, I agree. Yeah. Which, no, and so uh, one of the things in the, in the novels they put out before the series called uh, "Before the Awakening," you learn that there's a there's a history between Finn and that stormtrooper. That stormtrooper Nines trained with him. He's an FN. He's in the same company as Finn was. Oh wow! So F, uh, he's FN two zero nine nine Nines is his nickname. Just like the clone troopers in Clone Wars, the oh, the bros. A lot of the, a lot of the troops would start to have nicknames like Slip. Slip is the stormtrooper who dies ne- next to Finn in the opening, and he's like, "Wait, get up!" And he's like, "He's like, he's taken aback because his his friend just died right in front you of him." Just made me yeah. think of the Ewok scene from Return of the Jedi. Justin, oh this man, is like, come on, man! Just with the we, you, this is like when deep cups have deeper cuts. Like that's that's beyond this and, idea. And as great as that is, but sometimes is. I wish we could see those in the films instead of having to like read having, the DLC yeah. parts. You have to explain to us like really series, more backstory or like yeah. aftermath. We, you, I you can go out and read these books yourself i mean come on really yeah i mean i mean don't get me wrong that that's that is very viable you can but sometimes you wish 
you could see that on screen. I mean, yeah. would you want because it gives more, from, yeah. more weight to yeah. to what we're experiencing uh, because it just seemed like an ordinary stormtrooper mm-hmm. who's like traitor. Yeah. yeah, which by the by the way I mentioned already, Kevin Smith was given that role. That's his voice you hear, traitor. Oh, yeah, man, I, I don't. That. Yes, uh, it is because um, Kevin Smith and J.J. Abrams were uh, friends, and uh, I well, know they're friends. I've listened to his podcast, but he 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 wasn't even sure of which role he played. I've listened was to the, the voice trader. The reason one of the things was at Comic Con, Kevin Smith always does these uh, Friday night panels, and unless you want to look it up and make sure it's okay, and uh, make sure it's okay. Look it up. <laughs> um, but uh, the story goes is that Comic-Con, which was funny because I was waiting for Hall H for Saturday's panel. Uh, Friday uh, was uh, two years ago before Force Awakens comes out for 2015. Comic-Con had the panel uh, for Star Wars Force Awakens. Kind of like a tribute to all those nerds who love Star Wars. Hey, it's back at Comic-Con. Well, Kevin Smith was supposed to be the closer of Hall H. But lo and behold, he didn't realize that J.J. Abrams was going to treat everyone at that panel a Star Wars live in concert outside. So all those fans who stayed in Hall H all day Friday, Kevin Smith usually would expect a good chunk of them, if not more, would stay for his uh, open mic. He kind of does a Q&A with Kevin Smith. Well, he didn't realize he took everyone out, and so Kevin Smith just realized the whole audience left, and he didn't know that J.J. Abrams took it away from him, so he thought everyone left for him. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. Shoot, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh the uh, the actor is David. Ken, by the way, folks, Ken has it on his phone yeah. right now, so he's fact-checking. I because I remember hearing from one of his podcasts that he said I was trained. Well, I mean, I don't even wrong. Kevin Smith's amazing, but he is known for embellishing sometimes. Well, okay, let's be, <laughs> so... clear, let's be clear about this, too, though. I've we both listened to Kevin Smith podcast. He never he stated multiple times he didn't remember which lines were his because he was so high. Oh, ah! man. <laughs> So, okay, I could have sworn Wars, that was him. I remember. Are you high right something. now? Maybe. Okay. Just maybe. maybe We've that's been possible. drinking, so uh, yeah. I, I have some of that Dagobah dank going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, uh, they just showed it right now. But how'd you feel about that first interaction between Kylo and Rey? It it was it's it's cr- it's creepy and it's kind of its intent and yeah. it's kind of interesting too. Like she's shooting at him, and a couple different times he like kept, after he like dodges the bowl or not he does this little flourish and it's like almost like a little villain monologue where he's like ha look how yeah. cool i am and it's like it's <laughs> it's it's a villain moment and yeah. it kind of, it works really well for that moment yeah it's, it's it, part of you's like come on but then everybody's like okay but and tell then, me if you didn't have that like you know that style like you totally do that come on oh dude like yes. if, if if i was an evil sith i would be the for the uh, secret apprentice like <laughs> i'm sorry but um sam whitworth made that character so damn good yeah like, but secret prince means that you if you screw up you're dead I mean, like anything, you can't even be uh, be known to the whole empire. So yeah, I mean, it's cool because you get to kill stormtroopers right. and kill rebels. But that that means that you cannot be spotted whatsoever. Your life could be easily thrown away if you are spotted at all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit, guys. I just I just wanted to ask, just because again, it just happened to pop up. Um, Ray gets captured. There's this awesome battle scene. Poe Dameron fucks shit up. Um, <laughs> yeah, Takadana is, yeah. is a great battle scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. But I just wanted to know what you guys felt when you finally saw Leia back on screen as General Leia instead of Princess. Yeah. 
I mean, to me, honestly, I teared up when she showed up. And then now watching it again earlier today, like, because, you know, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher, like, Carrie it, Fisher it hit me even peace. harder. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree with you because there's just such a warmth to her, you know, and... And I'm plus, I, I think we're all biased because we do really love Carrie Fisher and the role that she played. But when it kind of finally got to me is when her and Han see each other for the first time in a long time from what it seems. It's yeah. very natural, and like they've been together. And it's true. Just like the look on their faces, friends, you know? So. Yeah. And there's, it's, it belies just their acting, belies their idea that there's a love there that will never go away, even though, like, and they, they never get any closer. Like, even Chewie comes up and hugs Leia, and she, like, smiles, and she hugs him warmly, but they maintain this distance. It's like, their love is still, there's, there's still love there between them, but because of what's happened, they, like, he can't bridge that gap, and neither can she, and it's, it's, it's sad and poetic and beautiful all at the same time. And it just speaks to those uh, the performance of those actors, just because yeah. you you pulled all of that from very brief interactions between yeah. the two characters. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I I get emotional watch rewatching Force Awakens. I'm going to be an emotional wreck watching the we latest one. All are, especially yeah. after her passing. It's going to be. Tough. But what's what's really interesting to me though is that. I'm curious as to whether her story, her character arc, excuse me, is going to end at the end of Last Jedi or if it's going to continue into Nine. Well, they, I've heard rumors, rumors it goes to Nine. Yeah, rumors well, goes to Nine. They finish somewhat filming for rough cuts of Nine. Who knows? The, I don't uh, know. The, the couple things I've heard is that the initially their plans were to her her story was going to be a through line from eight and nine, but with her passing, they had to adjust. And also, they've said that they will not be doing any um, replacement casting. Like they're not going to try and do digital stuff. They they don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's too soon. Like they yeah. they don't want to try yeah, and go back and do a digital layer. They're, they're put in a tough spot. Then it's I it's think. a horrific spot. I mean, just from I mean from a from a storytelling standpoint to the idea that the cast members lost someone. Yeah. That like it's like oh we're gonna go film the number nine and Carrie won't be here. Yeah. Like how are we like that's like she's a staple in Star in Star Wars. No, I agree. Like, and also just from what Ryan Johnson said when it comes to uh, thematics is that, you know, when we see episode 7, it really wanted to focus on kind of the generation that we grew up with. So like the f- 7 uh, a big focus was ending the character arc for Han. Passing and I, of the and torch. Then, and then exactly. And then and I obviously 8 seems as though it's going to be heavily focused on Luke. So then to me it makes sense that they would probably focus 9 on Leia and seeing yeah. where that character arc ends. And so the fact that she's passed away even though thank God Ryan Johnson said that they've been able to they got all of her scenes that they needed for 8. Yeah. I'm just really curious to see where where they're going to go or if are they maybe just going to like maybe finish a storyline and maybe have the twins go out on a high note together? Well, I mean, imagine I if the the fi- the fina- the final sorry, <clears throat> the finale of 9 is the final destruction of the first order, the absolute end of the empire, and that. Yeah. And if number nine was focused on Leia, that's Leia finally bringing to a close since her mother in episode one, trying to fight against this this darkness. She finally wraps it up for her, yeah. for her with her, you know, for her son or wherever that ends up. But care is like Leia finally ends this nine movie, you know, uh, nanoji, and she she brings peace to the galaxy. And like that's a pretty massive bookend, and you're like, oh well, we can't do that now. Like yeah. that's 
and like it's just you you they, it's heartbreaking really. it's heartbreaking and like they've got to be like okay well where do we where do we pick up these pieces we're, like we have a jigsaw we have a jigsaw puzzle and we just lost half the pieces they yeah no i agree and i know like christopher nolan said he went through that when uh when it came to making the dark knight rises yeah, for, yeah he because with heath ledger he was planning to use the joker being a reoccur- being a recurring villain to play a, a major role in that film but then he had to change it all up yeah so yeah and, and it does affect kind of the flow of the film and the feeling that you're trying to evoke and and obviously like you said it cha- it can change the story arc yeah i think they could still wrap her story up without actually having to show her there's a, a cinematography storyline episode nine you use what you can with the with uh, what they have for, like the final cuts and then they'll do it like jaws where she's just underwater underwater and just, and but just, just, she's just like a shadow a in the background or just kind of like a a scene where you don't see a face but you hear the story Story of her oh, going man. something like know. or a body double, just like yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't know I if that'll cut it, man. I don't know if that'll you cut see it. Like a backdrop, or you hear the her what should happen. Even dialogue, you can end her with great dialogue. Just so you're right. If they got it, these are all yeah. feasible First things, but I don't nine, imagine them doing for it. Episode nine, you give her a nice send off. Yeah, and you don't have to see her, but you have a nice, and it's gonna. I bet you it's gonna be tight and Tongue in cheek, but not a cheesy way. Before. No, it is no, no tongue in cheek. You do that with as much reverence as possible, yeah. because this is this is not would not only be the ending of a character, it's it's the it's the the eulogy for the character yes. and for and for Carrie. You can't just be. There's no humor to this. You don't make it. No, that's why I'm not saying tongue in cheek, but like when they give her a send off in the story, it's also a send off for us properly. So it's more yeah. like a I mean, nod. You no, know I'm saying it's I, a I nod, mean, but it's, it's, it's a nod. I'm sorry, tongue in cheek was a bad way of uh, analogy, but I meant like. When you see her depart, whatever how they're gonna do it, it's not just for the story, but it's also for the fans. That you do it for the fans and top. As of as a quick sidebar, now we're on the scene now where Kyle's about to interrogate Ray and do a snort of his uh, grandpa. Yeah, with a. <laughs> but I'm curious. I, you know, I've talked about this with others, and a lot of us, at least I agree. I don't think Kyle should have taken off his helmet. In this moment, like I don't, I don't think he should have taken off at all. Maybe towards the end with 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 Han, but I don't, because I don't know part of what made Darth Vader so intimidating was you the never fact saw the- you never saw his face. Obviously, not until the end of Return of the Jedi, but um, but I don't know. It just. I, I can. That's an interesting it, point. I've never yeah. thought about it. I don't know. Like it, it kind yeah. of it, t- it took away kind of his menacing nature or the mystery to him. I, I think yeah. what ruined it for me though, not ruined, but like what took away that was just like they had the promo art before the movie came out. You knew it was Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they, so it was just kind of like we already saw him without his mask. I was like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So does anyone remember or ever played the game Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. I so love do, if you ever played it as a Western game, and I'm getting to this point, trust me, there's there's an <laughs> ending to this story. I was going to say. Okay. There's an ending to this. This analogy is coming out of the uh, field. Okay. Here, buddy. Analogy is a stretch, but bear with me. Let so me the game this. opens with a beautiful vista of <laughs> okay. the Wild West. First, you can press the button on your Xbox. Okay. And then. No. Okay. <laughs> there's 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 an ending to my analogy. Mm-hmm. So in Red Dead Redemption, you play a main character. Uh, help me out, Justin. What's the character's name again? James Marsden. James Marsden. Thank you. Sorry, blanking out. Had a lot to drink. Anyway, uh, so Great I'm sorry, John Marsden. John. John Marsden. Okay, John Marsden. No, you know you're right. James, it's no, John James Marsden. is the son. Okay. Damn yeah. it. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to say. So you play John Marsden to a certain epic point of the game, the storyline. 
when the storyline ends, you did play. Then you do play with Jay Marston. If you're ever a fan of that game series or just that game alone, you. Do not like playing James, his son. You like playing John. John was amazing. James was a whiny, watered-down version of his father. That's how I kind of felt with Kylo Ren. He's no more like Vader. And I don't want him to be that. I just I get I, that, but he's well. Not let, let him finish. Let him finish. Yeah, sorry. I, I get what you're saying. Like you don't want another rehash, but they don't play him off. He's like this whiny dude who had a temper tantrum. He was like, you know, Jordan. Yeah. I mean, he's a lot like his uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, there's a budget for all the stuff he breaks when he has a tantrum. Yeah, I know. It's just that's what I felt like. You didn't get something completely new. You kind of got very similar to Vader, but doesn't execute well like Vader. Just like with John Marston, you do, you, you you try to be like the father, or I guess in this case, grandfather, but you just you're not original. Uh, and if you are somewhat original in certain aspects, it doesn't execute. I don't care for Kylo Ren. I really don't. There's no badass. I don't want to dress like him. I don't want even want action figures of him. He's not anything that. He reminds me of. Ep- he's he's. The, it's gonna sound really shitty. He's the prequel of Sis. Well, to be fair, like when you get he's like a, a Sith, like though. when you get a villain like this, like. It's not going to be a cool dude. It's going to It's never going to be a cool dude. It's going to be the whiny emo kid that turns into the dark force user, you know what I mean? It's Yeah, yeah you know, I'm like I'm, I'm not expecting like How a cool guy. How many movies do I have to wait until I actually like him? Maybe in the next movie there I mean, will you're not be. supposed well, to like it's, him. It's been one. Give yeah. it a minute. Well, yeah. okay, you know Boba Fett, okay, people like Boba Fett in seven hold minutes. So that, so that is one interesting thing. Like we went into this trilogy knowing it was going to be a trilogy. I bet people when they fr- saw episode four for the first time, they didn't. Well, the the numbers weren't there yet. They didn't know it was going to be a part of a trilogy. Vader so walked in. They had to make loved it. They, they just had to make them like this right away. They might be doing something, some kind of arc with Kylo. You I already judged Ray, Finn, and Poe right off the bat within five minutes. Uh, Finn and Poe had a. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna talk about this later. Finn and Poe had an excellent relationship, and you you got that within a few minutes. The way they reacted to each other, Ray, you fell in love with her with no dialogue, and now you're saying I have to wait another movie to like him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, he, I'm sorry to cut no, you. Go ahead, go ahead. Ken. Here's an interesting point, though. Before you watched the movie, you knew that he was Han Solo's son, and that he killed Han Solo. You went in with a negative feeling towards Kylo Ren before the credits. Before you saw the opening crawl, you were already f that guy. That guy is a piece of shit. He kills Han Solo. He kills his father. Fuck that guy. And I'm you. You spent 24 hours angry, and then you went to go see a movie. You can't justify justify that because I was hoping for this badass to kill his uh, father. Yeah, I, I mean, really. I'm I'm, ju- I'm just saying you. you no matter okay, what, you you're not going biasism. I get that. I think no matter what, you have some bias. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying that your opinion is unjustified. I'm simply saying there is an inherent bias in the story you've told us already that no matter what, you were going in negative on this guy. Yeah. Well, and also if you want to put on that and put in that case. Do you think he was worthy to kill him? Of all the characters to yeah. take down Han, oh, yeah. you think that he had the right, if you, a new actually, character? Actually, I I would prefer that he wasn't worthy because it's going to make me hate him more. You know what I mean? It Not brings in that him. heat. Okay. No, it brings in heat. I'm like, hate oh, this guy's a good way, and there's hate him yeah. in the bad way. You like the Joker, and he is a bad guy. But if I, I don't, I, 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 I get what you're trying to say. You like you 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 don't sympathize with the Joker. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the Joker, but you love the character, craziness, and the villainous that 
But Kylo Ren, now you don't even care what happens to him. So it's I gonna mean, be hard for redemption. I get, I get what you're saying. Redemption. I mean, Darth Vader. You know, he had such conviction. The character. I mean, he blew you know? up a planet. Yeah, <laughs> and with and with Kylo Ren, I I, I do I, I don't think he lacks conviction, but it's just not as strong as Darth. And you can tell he's really trying to imitate his grandfather rather than just trying to be his own individual, his own villain. And But he's also such a complex character. I think more complex than the iteration of Darth Vader that we see in 4 through 6. You know, obviously we get more through the the, the, the prequels. Yes, granddaddy well, issues. But, well, no, well, I mean, you no, know so like, much more about him right off the bat exactly. than you do with... Darth Vader. So you're already seeing all these other factors. And that, that's the Mr. one thing I did enjoy. It. That's and the thing is, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, you're supposed to be a badass." Well, the thing is, he never really finished his training, and and he's not a Sith. He's and he's, he's and he's not even thirty yet. Like he's like I mean, what would he? Oh, he's a kid. Think, yeah. yeah, he's still well, a kid. Like, he's still young. Yeah. He's, he's still young. He's taken over an empire. Where is the kid end of the? He hasn't Snow- taken over an empire. Is Anyone else? Snow has. I know Luke. I get what you're saying that, like, you pull up Luke as this whiny kid at the beginning, but at the very end, you fall for him. I saw no transition for. I, there I there needs it. to be a, change. You know, I agree. Like the character can't be the same person they were at the beginning of the film. There needs to be a change from A to B. I definitely agree with you. But I think Kylo has changed. Maybe it's not very visible. Uh, I mean, I'll give as the, to his character by the end of the movie, because visually he's changed, because now he has a lightsaber scar right. across and his face. And a scar. Yeah, um, but, but we'll see. I think in 8 it's going to develop But you're right. More. Do you know what? Maybe yeah. because I'm looking at this movie and they want you to look at this as three movies as one story arc. So maybe I am judging. I'll give the benefit of the doubt that when I'm used to other movies where you fall in love with the character and you see change in one movie, they're, they're expecting all the fans to watch all three sequels therefore i'm judging what's part one third of the whole story okay yeah. let's jump ahead just because i'm under time constraints <laughs> sure um well so we have the resistance meeting it's cool seeing like how it's organized now they kind of go through the whole thing of um their own version of like this is the death star this is a schematic shoot here everything blows up like, but yeah cool. we can't destroy yeah. it it's too big right yes we can we, this is the thing yeah then, exactly and you know, i'm fine with it i was like Cool, but I wanted to just jump ahead since we have already talked about a little bit Han Solo's death. Mm, Now, what was your feeling or reaction in the theater? Because as soon as Han Solo, I I had played with the idea of like they might do it in this episode, but as soon as he called out Kylo's real name, I was like, he's dead. No, no, I felt that same (laughs) way too. As soon as he stepped onto that platform, I'm like. I think he's gonna die, and the fact that there's like no barriers, you know, it's just such like, a dramatic stage. Yeah, the lighting is there. Just, I was just like, like bridge with no barriers on the side. I'm like, yeah, someone's gonna fall off of that. I was just like, I'm not gonna cry. My, and I totally cried. My two cents because I know I got spoiled. I get it, but what does make it kind of like an eureka, a eureka kind of moment? The aha moment was they did give Han Solo such a big role in this film that it was kind of a nice send-off like the trailers the posters and now after seeing his death and knowing about his death after seeing the movie in a couple a couple of days in a week to digest you realize wow all the all the because um harrison ford does not like the character as much well, he'd rather be so yeah. you realize that all the promotion the push it, he was doing it because he's like hey as much as Han Solo as you can because this is it. And I thought, I thought it. Uh, besides his death, I thought it was a, it was a great 
finale chapter of Han Solo. I, you know, I really do agree with you because, uh, you know, the way they introduce him, he's been running away from his problems because he feels like a failure, like he failed his family. So he went back to what he knew he could do well, right? And and Leia knows this too, and she's accepted it for uh, for what's happened and for who he is. But the fact that he's just like, no, I need to accept my responsibility and try in any way possible to get my son to come back to the light side, so to speak. Even and if have it means that, death. And, have, and, and yeah, even if it results in his death. Mm-hmm. And and so I I so that that moment meant a lot to me actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mouth was gape because I had a feeling it was going to happen when like Kyle's handing the lightsaber over, and it doesn't seem like it was in aiming at him. It was mm-hmm. just sideways yeah. turned off. But then when you just see the red, like. I, I gasp. I think a lot of us gasp, and I, I definitely Except get eyed. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, well, it's also not not even just the the, the red. It's it's uh, it's it's preceded by the the star going out and yeah. the light going away, and then the room just going into darkness. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean the lighting on that was perfect. The, yeah, yeah no, it was light, great. Yeah. And then just the way Harrison Ford looks at Adam Driver's character, and then he like caresses his son's face for one last time. Like yeah. it's, it was it, it was great. It was an oddly yeah. fitting ending for the character because at the end of the original trilogy, like he's he's a hero. He's you know he's a general sleeping with royalty. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. he's yeah. Like all this great stuff happened to him, but I, I feel like you know he. I he's, mean, how, did he really pay for his past crimes? Like you know, he's he was a smuggler. You know, in the unedited version, he's someone that shoots first. He's, yeah, he's had this really shady past. Did he ever like pay for that? And you know, he's had the ability to live a great life, and then you know, the greatest tragedy like happens to him right at the it, end. I think he doesn't really pay for all his crimes, but the fact that he's willing to take down the. Death Star 3.0 one more time, but mm-hmm. also to do something for his love of his life even means death. Because when you think about the, the whole grand scheme of things, what would you do for the one you love? Would you die for them? And mm-hmm. knowing they had to go do to you, his son, this is dying. Do you think he knew he was going to die? I he knew it. He, Maybe. He, there's yeah. a risk, yeah, and he, I had a big feeling he was going to know it. Like like the way he he approached it. Well, and this is like th- fan theories and some ideas. But when you look down to it, he's like, I have a very, I have a fifty fifty chance. But knowing my son's totally dark, or the theory that he pulled the lights, he uh, uh, triggered the lightsaber himself for the love of his son. Maybe it's uh, it's. I mean, I'm jumping uh, back to Leia real quick. But it's also like you know you, we we talk about how much Han lost and stuff with the loss of his family. Leia's lost. She's lost her birth family. Right. She's lost yeah. her her adoptive parents, her adoptive planet. She's <laughs> lost five. She's lost everyone in the Senate. Wants Starkiller Base uh, destroys uh, Coruscant. Like she has lost so much, and Luke yet she out. <laughs> and yet she is still maintaining her her position in the in the resistance. And like no, this this still needs to be fought. She is. I mean, to say that she sold her on, she is she's yeah. probably the, she's the strongest character in Star Wars. No, I agree. I could, feel like you could argue that she's the true hero of, of the saga. Yeah. Could you say that she was... No, no, hope? no, we can't. No, <laughs> no, we can't. No, Rob, no. Okay, okay, Th- this, this was a grievance mic? of mine, though. <laughs> this was a grievance of mine, but do you think they really, like, honored Han's death? Like, I feel like we just kind of 
glazed over it. There's you, a, there's not enough mourning, is what exactly. You're like um, as a fan, you get a I little guess, bit. Of I'm it. not saying they need this whole procession or funeral, but like. I don't know. It just I just feel like there wasn't enough time to breathe. There's a lot take happening, I guess. There's yeah. JJ has actually gone back because people criticize like the, the final scene and we're jumping around here. In when uh Chewie Chewie comes back and they all come back from uh from Starkiller Base and she embraces Ray. And people and people said, like, why didn't she embrace Chewie? And like yeah. the quick answer is he's carrying a gurney with Finn on it. Um and so like, that's that's the a most like logical answer but like he in retrospect he's like no i i should have had he's stated it to my understanding he stated that he he would have he should have had a, a moment between chewy and leia because of their mutual loss right yes there. and like or the he only person drop the gurney and just like, <laughs> yeah left like, the, fuck this guy just mad <laughs> the, the only get over person here. who loved han uh in the same ballpark as leia is chewbacca of course yes. and that that's that's one of the reasons in in, in the current um, novels and stuff like that. They talk about one of the reasons he did leave was to go help uh, Chewie get his home back. No way. She- well, I have to say, man, like what really hurt is when when Han does get stabbed and you hear Chewie yell. Mm-hmm. That guttural yeah. that, that, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God, just a dagger through my heart right now. I, uh, Robert, I, yeah. Two things about it. One, uh, yeah, they point out that Chewie should have hugged Leia. And it kind of reminded me how like they like to be nostalgic. Well, in A New Hope, Chewie doesn't get a medal. And this yeah. one, Chewie doesn't get to have a moment with Leia. So that's kind of like Chewie gets screwed twice. This is racism uh, toward sec- Wookiees. I know, I know Wookiee right? racism. Um, the second thing was... Um, Yes, I knew about Han's death earlier, but here's the thing I really wish I would have saw. Chewie cried. I wanted him to go full ballistic Hulk out. I, I mean, he kind of did, I know though. he kind of did for a little bit, but I want a whole moment where his emotions lashing out is how we all feel. Like mm. a bunch of stormtroopers, and you literally see him rip a guy's yeah. arm out of his socket, yeah. shooting, just having all that motion, anger, and rage. I don't think he keep that PG 13 rating. He's just, he I know, but he's I, also, he's I just old. I'm <laughs> so pissed that you yeah. see him just crying, breaking well, down. Mm-hmm. He did shoot Kylo. He shot Kylo, and that was in, ran away. I, I, To me, maybe I just, I would have like a bunch of stormtroopers come out, and he just starts powing through, and that's his rage and anger. Just yeah, him I just mean, having a moment, like he yeah. lost. His best friend. I also did see like a cartoon uh, drawing of like. Oh, when, I know what you're talking about. No, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where uh, when Han uh, Han gets uh, you know lightsabered, Chewie has thoughts of the past where uh, Han holds up Kylo Ren as a baby and goes, "Don't worry, Chewie." I mean, yeah, Kylo's uh, this, basically his nephew. Yeah, he's like, yeah. "Don't worry, he won't hurt you. He won't hurt us." And then you see him growing up like Chewie kind of grew up like an uncle, and and that'll be really oh man. I, I know they don't do flashbacks, but they had a flashback of like Chewie we seen a baby mm. Kylo and little s- hints of his past I think that would have made me cry that, s- that's not canon <laughs> <laughs> but just no. to see a flash like him think of that or just rage I would have been emotional to see Chewie really lashing out someone who saw your best friend I me mean, um, Justin if uh, Justin with a Y if oh, someone hey. did that to you I will go Hulk out. I'll just, just oh, really? start ripping the arms out of sockets. I can't even do two Yeah, there we go. Just start pounding. <laughs> so okay. Anyway, let, that's let's, my two cents. Let's, let's jump ahead to the final. I wish, again, I wish we had more time, but let's let's jump ahead to the final battle with Kylo, Ray, and Finn. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what was everyone's reaction to that? Did, did, did we feel it was like, um, was it rushed? Was it right? Like, did they approach that the right way? I know that she was a powerful like she already has power in the force but mm-hmm. her trying to take on kylo and yet 
Kyle had somewhat training. I know he's not complete training, but he but has he had more something. training than her, and yet well, she was able to hold on. Well, Ray does so show some proficiency with her staff. Like she, it, she, so okay, she can, she can fight. That yeah, you know, okay, yeah. that that's a fair thing. Also, yeah. I mean, the key of the point that they focused on all through the movie is, hey, let me see that bowcaster shoots a guy, launches him ten feet across the room, shoots another guy. That guy just explodes. That bowcaster obliterates people. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren takes a shot to the gut and is. Still Still standing, still walking. Mm-hmm. That's how much damage he just took through the battle in the beginning. He's hitting that his side. Blood is pouring out of him, and he's trying to use that dark the dark side of the force to empower him. Right. That's like th- this fight. He's not at a hundred percent. He's barely at at let's say fifty percent. He's bleeding out. Yeah, he's he's definitely handicapped. No matter what he tries to pull from the dark side, no, I he's got a gut wound from from essentially. A, let's a cannon, a, a cannon. Yeah. yeah, like Pretty this much. is this is something that they use to shoot down, shoot other stormtroopers, and it takes out three of them with one blast. He took a gut shot, and he's still standing. Not yeah. not direct. I get. I hear you saying not direct gut shot. I mean to the side, but I don't know if you consider it's raised or not. No, no, with a cannon, it's, it's, yeah. it's still it's it's still no. It's still I injured. I agree with Ken. I think it was a satisfying fight. I do agree that I didn't like how Ray was so. Adept? Well, adept in the force so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone has had grievances with that, but I still Hopefully like... it gets explained. But yeah, yeah but I like the way they f- they fought. Like, the choreography itself felt nice because, it, you know, obviously it didn't feel... It didn't feel so robotic like didn't in the four through six, yeah. but it also didn't feel like they were doing ballet like yeah. in the prequels. So it it did look like they were sword fighting. You know, it was it was a little mix between the uh, two, the, which felt what, natural. I think for my personal taste, when it comes to a fight, like the closer it is to feeling real with some gravity to it, I, I'm gonna like it more than I hate it. Like yeah. this, it felt like okay, th- that's kind of what they yeah. were going for. Um, and the, oh, sorry. Another thing to think about too is. I mean, this is more of the the metaphysical idea of the force. Is the the force wants balance, and that's something that we're starting to that they discussed in the past. And the force wants balance. And right now we have this very large uh, counterbalance of the the dark side of the force is stronger. It has Snoke. It has Kylo Ren. The light side only has Luke. So I mean, the title of the film is "The Force Awakens." The Force Awakens in Ray. The Force is trying to bring a balance back to it so that it finds a natural medium. And so she is, throughout this movie, she is constantly opening up new levels of power just in herself. The the the, I, the, mystical, the mystical idea of what the Force is is trying to empower her to bring a better balance to the, to the universe. So if I'm able to interpret what you're trying to say, because there's a yin and yang effect to this and that there's not very much on the, the positive side, that she was surged with an overwhelming amount of the Force. Yeah, because she, she's because discovering these new things. basically only her and Luke are the only ones, but Luke seems to be suppressing... Exactly. It, right. I, I take so it, I no, I find you know what that's I never thought about it that I, way actually. I that's awesome, it, Ken. I take it more like it's an adrenaline effect. She's in the moment, not saying she never had adrenaline moments, but now she realizes the ability she can, she's acting on adrenaline. And therefore she can do things like, wait a minute, she had no training. She's not thinking. She's just feeling which in the force you feel. And I think She's using heart, ultra instinct. Ultra No, seriously, your adrenaline's pumping, you're trying to get out of this planet. I'm just Okay, let's see if I can move this lightsaber. Holy shit, I can move this lightsaber. Who cares? Yeah. Just move, go where you feel. You know, there was one point in the fight that did bother me. It was just how long they were standing there while she was focusing. Because I, I, it didn't look like it was supposed to be like slow motion. It looked like everything was real time. Yeah, like but they were just kind of just talking. They were standing. Yeah, stall, and I'm he's just like, like, he's like, you need hey, to know the ways of the force. I'm just like, hey, move something. Like, yeah. just. 
that, that was really the only part of the also, fight that bothered me. Yeah. In that moment too, though, he's starting to waver in his in his dedication. He's like, he's like, uh, you, you need to be trained in the force. Like, you should come to my side because it's like at the start of the fight, he wants to kill her, mm-hmm. take that lightsaber. That's his entire. He's like, these yeah. two are dead. I'm taking that lightsaber. And now there's this force here who who is almost equal to his in, in this fight. And he's like, um, maybe you should come to my side. Uh, like he's yeah. not dedicated to his to an idea anymore. Yeah, he's backpedaling. His for rage sure. is, is 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 dwindling. His pain is going away. And now he's like. How do I? How do we survive this? How do we get past this moment? And now he's trying to talk her over to his side, like he he, he he's lost focus. He's and he's got a hole in his side the size yeah. of a Buick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's a deception. Like maybe yeah. she lowers her guard and then he can go for yeah. the kill. Can I can I say though that uh, along with the uh, Ray and then the fight with um Kylo. with him Kylo. Um, I think it was really awesome seeing Finn pick up the lightsaber. Like, I have no power. I'm still going to defend you. He, his odds were like one to a hundred, yeah. one to a million, but he still had the courage. And it was great for a story arc that you you see this character who knows not going to get get anything done, but he still tried. And I thought that was really worthy. He, he wants to be to seen see. as a good man, well, and not just a good yeah. man, but like I'm going to do what's right, even if it's going to kill me. Well, yeah. that's well, that's the thing, though. I mean, the, the, you started this movie is he's not doing things because it's right. He's doing things to survive. Correct. He wants out of the first order. He wants to get away from the first order. And the only time he turns around is like, wait, they have Ray. Okay. I'm doing it for her now. This is the reason I'm doing this. And he co- he finds his mission is now that's his purpose is to protect her because he has a connection with her. And like he he doesn't for the start of the movie he's just like I'm, I don't care about anything. I just want to survive. This first order is gonna get me dead. I'm out. Get me out of here. Like he's a cowardly lion until he finds a purpose in Dorothy. This being Ray. Like yeah. that he he finally finds something to fight for that he believes in. Yeah, and and I love it too that he's just willing to jump in there. Part of me hopes that he'll like become a Jedi. That somehow he is kind of strong with some form of the Force. I he'll don't just, know. He'll just in, inject some midichlorians in. Then he's I good. Then you're good. I don't think you're good. he needs yeah. to be. I just think his story arc. And well, you're right. Who knows? Wants- because like in that one trailer for Force Awakens, they says like you know I'm strong with my family's strong with the Force. You know I have it. My 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 sister has it. You know, with uh, like, so obviously Leia has some form of a connection to the Force. Like she definitely could sense when Han died. Yeah. Um, so who knows? Yeah, but but with Finn, uh, with uh, Finn, he uh, I've, he could have ran away. Like you mentioned, like his for survival, Ray's on the floor. Leave. That's what Kylo wants. He doesn't want you. He wants right. But you're, it was a nice way of saying, you know, now he has something to fight for. He only had to survive. Mm-hmm. Now he has something worthy to fight or die for. No. That's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's jump ahead to the end. Like, um, they, they get up. They successfully, like, blow up Starkiller Base. Yeah. Uh, Finn <laughs> is... Uh, Finn is incapacitated. Uh, Ray goes on to look for Luke Skywalker. Yep, very um, quickly. Yeah, the most expensive uh, uh, non-verbal scene an actor's ever been paid. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, it was one of those things. It's like I, I could sense it in the theater too. There was some applause, and they were, but everyone was just like, "Oh, that's it." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, where do you think it goes from there? I, I guess we'll we'll end it with that. Like, what are the final thoughts? Like, where does it go? After this, movie. gosh, that's actually a really dense topic. Yeah. Like that's a it's that's a why really I'm like, hard... jumping straight to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, the thing is, I feel that Octu is the, I think it's the location of one of the first Jedi temples. Uh, I, I, and I think like he's not just there. Like it's not just some random planet and some random island that he's marooned himself on. It's not Dagobah. Think, 
it's, it's, it's like it's not just a, an, a, pl- a place to hide yes there's more to it than just that I, yes is and and so i feel like it's gonna play a part in race training and mm-hmm. and so I, I i feel like that's gonna be a big part i think there's gonna be a lot of of i feel like it's gonna there's gonna be callbacks to uh, empire strikes back and essentially obviously luke's gonna be Ray's yoda I just uh, want to see like Luke just on her back. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is there was what's what's funny is Daisy Ridley and Mark Hamill yeah, took they that did. picture, yeah. and and so like which kind of to me is kind of a tacit, you know, confirmation that that's kind of going to happen. And then if you've seen the trailers, have you seen any of the trailers for Last Jedi? The Are you first purpose, one, just the just teaser. The first one. Okay, then I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to spoil. Thank you. It. Appreciated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to be robbed. Okay, so. Oh, thanks. <laughs> F you. You know I love you. You know I love you, bro. Jeez, I didn't ruin anything that I didn't think of already before that. Anywho, thank I, you, Justin, I, with why we appreciate your your yes w- your withholding. But I, I I do think that's going to be a strong part. What I'm curious though is, you know, it's hard not to think with the name, the title, the Last Jedi. Is it is it Luke? That's the Last Jedi. Is it Ray? That's the Last Jedi. Is it, is it plural like Jedi? Uh, Jedi? Yes. Exactly. Yes. You know, um, so it it does does leave a lot to the imagination but one thing's for sure i feel at some point ray's going to reinvigorate luke i feel like she's he's you know he's gonna say wow look at this raw power look at this purity to her maybe i should train her at least that's why i'm hoping the route he goes uh but i guess i guess we'll see but i i feel like that's the one thing that i took away is that the island that they're on plays a a bigger role than we think it does all right so for my Beyond trailers, because this is my theory I've already had beyond any trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. One, I always feel that a great hero should have a hero's death. I would love to see Luke go off in a bang. Like, just, yeah. you see Ray. I feel like he yeah. is, man. Yeah. Like, like, I, I want to see nothing. Ray and Finn take off, and Luke's like, I will hold them off, and you just see him just force out and that's just like glorious death is like he does that one great action that he didn't uh he didn't die in vain i mm-hmm. think that'd be amazing to see a hero's death a soldier's death yeah um that's one thing uh, another a theory i have a few i have a lot of hardcore star wars <laughs> friends uh, and they're gonna listen to this podcast um a theory that a couple of friends have pointed to me that it's the death of the uh, of the last Jedi, and it's the birth of a new form of the Force, where it's the gray Jedi, where you no longer have to be the extreme of black and white. Why not have a Jedi that you you know break away from the you know the Jedi Church and you yeah. be your own person? I feel um, like that's a strong prediction, man. Like that was gray Jedi EU, or is that in? It was gray Jedi EU because it was uh, Han it and is. Leia's son. There's. Yeah. Well, I mean, so there's sort no, of the Rebels? term. No? The term "gray Jedi" is more of a fan creation. There's no oh, okay. like. Yeah. There's terms. Uh, they they do say they have hints of it in uh, Phantom Menace, where they speak about Qui Gon Jinn, where he's like, you know, they're like, you walk too close to the dark side, like you don't follow the tenets of what we believe a Jedi should be, and that that kind of idea of that some Jedi step outside the bounds of just the light side. It's it crosses over with Obi Wan a bit, and it crosses over with um, Luke Skywalker, and that's that's where again, like he's saying, a lot of people think we're gonna get a new idea. Like the Jedi are the Jedi are dead, 
but now we have this new idea of like finding balance within oneself as opposed to only being light or only being dark. You find that balance in yourself. Yeah. And that's how you bring balance to the force. And, and, and I, I completely agree with you that because, you know, just how the Sith have evolved to now the Knights of Ren, I feel like the Jedi are going to have to do that as well. I'm you, curious if the Knights of Ren are, are Sith, though. Well, like, I don't. I don't think the Sith yeah. exists anymore. I just think that a lot of ideologies and elements and 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 philosophies are being carried on in that. It's just it's it's moving to somewhere else. I yeah. think. Well, yeah. I mean, the the Empire became the First Order. Correct. Rebellion became. So resistance. yeah. So okay, I, yeah. I, I think that, but I think there might be a balance because we see in Return of the Jedi that that Luke did really flirt with the dark side. I mean, he did like force chokes on mm-hmm. the Gamorrean soldiers mm-hmm. at one point. Damn, that's dark. So like, I, I feel like it's definitely possible and it, and, and it seems that he might build some sort of animosity towards the Jedi because it seems that he's tried to follow this path, but it hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. And it's cost him so much. At all, and it's cost him it's so cost much. It's cost him his father. It's cost him so many people in his life. Yeah. And it's cost him the, the ability to have a normal life. Correct. Yeah. And, I, and, and only that, he might feel like as though he's a false prophet. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, look what all I did, look what, what all I've sacrificed, and yet they still come back. Mm-hmm. They I, still come back. I do feel that if for Disney, if I were going to twist it this way, to have a quote-unquote gray Jedi mean that you can be part of the force without having to follow this strict Jedi code no, I, would I agree. be great for like commercializing so kids and adults say if you want to be a Jedi but you don't want to f- you you don't feel like you have to follow this Jedi code which is very similar to like you know a uh, the medieval knights uh, noble nobility of a knight where you follow order and whatnot but if you be your own uh, Jedi it kind of opens up the door to those who want to be Jedi's Without having to be like, well, are you black or white? Are you good or mm. bad? Well, can I not be both? Can I not? Yeah. Can I make decisions on my own where I I make decisions based on the situation, not because I have to be good or have to be bad? Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's, part, that's part, and I I think that's what it's bubbling up to, and I and that's the one thing I'm looking forward to see, like who's gonna turn? Like, maybe it's right. Like, yeah, maybe it's right. Maybe it's Luke. But you know, it, or like, Ray the one Kylo thing I do Ren. need though is that Luke gets a great send off, and he has his like Rogue One Darth Vader moment, and mm. uh, where he just goes complete ape shit on everybody, yeah. or at least have like the like Logan X twenty three moment with like yes, with hands with, down, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with Ray that would be super. Dude, okay, great spoilers Jedi. for Logan. Great <laughs> Jedi, uh, great Jedi being both uh, Ray and Kylo, both of them. You know what? That's that's also a strong possibility too. Yeah, My theory. I mean, all right, guys. This show could probably go on for another three hours, I but know. unfortunately, I have to cut it off here. Um, Justin, uh, do you have anything to plug? Where can they find you? Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm Justin with the Y. Uh, you, I have a podcast with my partner, his uh, Jonathan Costco, and we it is called Real Talk Radio, R E E L, and we talk movies, news, and reviews. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Real Talk O C R E E L, as well as on Twitter, and we also have our own Facebook page. And our own website, so you could find us on there. If you want to just look for me personally to say anything nerdy uh, that I post, and if you ever want to nerd out, just let me know. You can find me at Just Incredible Me, Justin with the Y, Y instead of an I, not Y instead of a J, which 
Some people think that's what it is. It's not Justin. Justin. Yeah, they think it's y- Justin. Justin. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. I got a new name for you, Justin. You I know, right? No, guys, <laughs> but no, you can you can find me on there. And yeah, I just uh, thanks for having me on. I really really appreciate no, it. No, thank you, uh, Robert. Where can they find you? Uh, where the third eye rave, three eye raven flies south uh, to Westeros. So Damn it, Rob. <laughs> Um, I, I really don't have extra podcasts. I'm just the average nerd. So uh, to find me, I don't have anything to really plug. But you talked about Snapchat earlier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fo- hey, follow Robert's Snapchat. What, what's that? Uh, it's uh, If you want to follow my Snapchat or find me on It's Facebook. 18 and over. 18, <laughs> 18 and over, yeah. Uh, I do have to there's just, a paywall. No, there's a paywall. Pay- paywall. Um, yeah, you have to pay per minute. No. Um, <laughs> It's uh, Robert uh, R. Cormier, yahoo.com, uh, whatnot. That's my email, and also where you can find me. <laughs> God, Rob, I love you. <laughs> you can catch me on AIM under <laughs> okay. Fierce Angel. <laughs> It's my full name, Robert R. Cormier, and you're more than welcome to find me, leave a message or whatnot. Give him your MySpace. Um, uh, just to give two cents, I uh, <laughs> just to give a little background, I am a, a teacher, a, a history teacher, so I love bringing a history come to life, and I usually do use um, pop culture references such as Star Wars, Marvel, DC, or fandom to connect the past to the uh, to the folklore of today. And I've actually have shown Star Wars Episode Four, New Hope, to a class that has never seen the movies before. And so I actually used it as a That's history awesome. lesson to compare it to awesome. like Ivanhoe and Robin Hood and all that. Yeah. So I'm very good at like my like my kids know that I'm very good at like pulling out prop, uh, references and all that. But thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure and hope to come back no, again. No, this was awesome. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Ken. Where can they find you, Ken. bud? They can find Smooth Ken Rolo at Comics <laughs> TNT in Tustin. Oh, you can also find yeah. me at, uh, at Ken Rolo on all of the social media spots. And uh, one last thing I want to thank Anthony for coming in to help us out today. Mm-hmm. We uh, yes, had Shout stuff. out to you. MVP. You are yeah. amazeballs. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. Uh, don't forget that the Geek Offensive has its own Instagram as well, at Geek Offensive. Find uh, all Geek Say What stuff with the handle at Geek Say What on all the social media. Um, normally, I would give a shout out to Wayland Productions, but I mean, this episode, obviously, we weren't in the studio. But they usually uh, share the space with us and help us out with equipment. So find them at WaylandProductions.ws. And don't forget to check out the other two shows in the Geek Say What Network. Geek KO, uh, hosted by Justin Madriaga and Ish. And Ready Set Geek, hosted by uh, Alex Gullett. And then, like Ken was saying, thank you, Anthony. Um, for coming in on this late Saturday night. And thank you guys, uh, Robert, Justin, for thank coming you. in and putting up with our technical difficulties and starting the show late. And I feel like we wasted a bunch of your time, but thank you for like putting all your energy into this. Thank you for putting up with my shit. That was the hardest. <laughs> that was more obstacle than the technical stuff. I so. agree. You yeah. guys are amazing. Yeah, I, if we had started on time, I probably would have let this go a little longer. But uh, yeah. unfortunately, we had to put up with some uh, difficulties, but I think we got an awesome episode out of this the, the few hours we had like went by really quickly um don't forget to rate comment and subscribe to join the offensive thank you everybody Bye.